doing that, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you for being here. You were up late last night or what? Yeah, streaming. Uh, I was going to stream for like an hour and a half. It ended up going like four. But you were on Twitch? Yeah, yeah. just started my first one. So Hell it was, yeah. It was fun. I saw um, you put you put up the link. So I went. I never really go on Twitch, uh-huh. but um, I like downloaded the app and stuff. And I went and I checked it out. Uh, yeah, and I think it was at the point where you were, uh, you were trying to still figure it out. Yeah, that was like the first 25 minutes. It was like <laughs> I was downloading something. Like I was trying to send a file. So I could watch later in the stream, but it was using like all my all my internet speed, so it was like lagging the stream. Uh, but then after it was chilling. But yeah, I think like the first like thirty minutes, I was just trying to like figure everything out. Yeah, like over two hundred people in there, right? Yeah, off yeah, the rip, like, dude. For the whole like uh like four hours, it was like a solid like two hundred to two fifty. At one point, it was like three something. Wow. Uh, I, was, I was just hoping for like. 40 to 50 people yeah to like care you know but it was, it was sick to see all like the support dude that's so cool bro it seems like everything you do you get a lot of support on it yeah yeah that's like the the cool thing that's why like i try to like uh play it smart i don't like to rush into something i want to like make sure when i start something like that like a new project that i i give it the amount of effort that i should because i know people are gonna like recognize that and and pull up and show love so i want to like give them what they deserve you know the, the right amount of like content and, like effort why do you think it is that people are always so down to just show you love i i don't honestly i don't know like i appreciate it but i i don't i don't really have like a answer like I, i'm still kind of like confused why like <laughs> people fuck with me so much you know am i like i'm, I'm am i cool to cuss uh, you can say whatever the fuck I, you want bro <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, you're a fucking really good skater, bro. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, even with that, dude, it's like that that always doesn't translate over into support. But it seems like everything you do, you got a lot of support. How is it when you when you go out to like a skate park or something and, and you meet some uh, some local kids? What's like the vibe like? It's sick. For the most part, like it's just like uh, like good vibes, you know, like they just like show their support. And then I try to talk to them as a homie. There are obviously times where like some kids, because uh, in my videos, you know, if it, there's like this um, term called like parasocial relationship. So like you watch somebody through the Internet and like you begin to think that you're like actually like real life friends. Mm. So I have like kids come up to me and they're like too comfortable right away. And For they like sure. say like weird stuff. Mm. And it's just like. But but for the most part, like that that's like one out of like 20 people, you know, but gotcha. like for the most part, everyone's like chill as fuck and just like can have a normal conversation and they're like oh like you're you're cool you know and it's like yeah it's like good vibes yeah maybe that's it dude i've always felt that like when you uh, have good interactions with people and when they actually meet you in person that that's like a supporter for life yeah yeah because i mean especially when when you're younger like you remember that till you're older you know like i'm, I'm sure there's people out there that are like my age that remember meeting like a a pro skater or like a celebrity and they were younger and they just didn't give them the time of day or they were rude for sure and that sticks with you you know yeah no it definitely does even like like at, a, at an older age too you know because i'm i'm like really into to content and uh like podcasting and things like that you know yeah. and uh <clears throat> one time i ran into to adam 22 oh yeah and he just like straight blew me off damn and that kind of like fucked me up for a while dude and then i get it i get it that Uh he's just like busy and doing his own life but then the other side too is like damn bro like i watch your shit all the time you know yeah adam's got that like that like stern like that that demeanor that's just like 
very like blunt is that the term like, he's just, just serious guy just a dickhead yeah, <laughs> i guess no shout out to adam yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i i could just imagine bro like at, at that level like how, how every day could be you probably just have people that are just asking you for shit all the time or whatever and it just gets frustrating yeah yeah or even just like the like a small interaction like like just saying what's up you know in the grocery store or something like for him obviously he gets that like if he goes out like 50 times a day but like for those each individual people i think of it like they that's their first time and they're gonna remember that and for him it's just like he'll probably forget it in like 20 minutes you know? oh yeah it's like so like anytime i meet someone i like i know that because i was that younger kid meeting someone so like i know to give them the right time of day yeah that's yeah, that's, that's dope man uh my son's actually the one that put me on to you uh oh, okay. yeah oh. so like i was telling you earlier he started skating maybe about i think it was january 2019 like he came home from school one day and he's like dad can can i get a skateboard and i'm like fuck yeah dude let's go um so i took him over to uh to five points and got him a deck and then i was like well let me get one too and then uh i just got i just got back hooked on it dude and then Uh, yeah then he got hooked and uh he uh he was younger and he was doing like his youtube channel and then he started watching you and i'm like oh who's this guy and then i started watching it and then uh, (laughs) and then i saw like uh your skill man you you you're really fucking good dude thank you bro i appreciate that so let's talk about skating a little when did you start to develop like your 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 skill for like late tricks dude because i know is, is that's your thing right yeah yeah that's like my my signature i guess um i'd say like i i remember watching like this tony hawk tony hawk trick tip on dvd and it had like him and mike Vallely and they mm. were teaching like it was like a list of 10 tricks and like so they were like random like they weren't like ollie 180 like it was like random like there was like freestyle tricks in there there was late shove there was basics like kickflip but i remember just late shove was like like it just looked cool i was like oh you do it on the way down like that's that's cool Mm -hmm. and i would try to learn them when i when i was younger i started skating when i was seven so i think when i was like by the time i was like 10 i was trying trying late shoves like in my front yard but couldn't get a full rotation you know and then fast forward i think i was like 13 14 years old when i like remembered that trick one day at the skate park my friends were doing them out the bowl like trying to like do them on the way down and i was like oh yeah i used to like i used to fuck with that trick so then like i just i just like got them like that day like it, they just like made sense like it's like they just clicked mm. i think it's because i like used to try them when i was younger so then right like a few years later once you know i was like had a little more pop and i was like trying them they just like kind of came to me um so yeah i'd say like 14 years old i started doing like late shove and then over the next like year and two started doing like adding like late flips and different variations and stuff do you feel like pop has a lot to do with it uh yes and no pop definitely helps like if you like jk's Hayes, you were talking about yeah. him earlier like he's he pops fast and you've seen him do like kickflip late shoves over picnic tables you yeah know? like so the pop definitely helps but it's it's not like the key to it you know like i, I remember like doing them like i could do them like up curbs and shit now you know like it's just about timing i feel more yeah yeah, I bet once you understand like the the basics of it, that you could just apply that to you know any trick that yeah, you're trying yeah. to do. Uh, so seven years old, bro. Yeah. You were in Fillmore. Yeah, I lived in Fillmore my whole life. Lived in Piru town over okay. for like a year, year mm-hmm. and a half. But uh, yes, seven I got into it. Were you always at the uh, the skate park, Fillmore Skate Park? 
Yeah, so I started skating before they built that. Mm. So my dad would, me and my dad would hop on the bus and go, go to Santa Paula Skate Park. Oh, okay. And I think I went there for like a year, year and a half, and then they built Fillmore Skate Park. Mm. And that was like, that was like crazy because that's like, in my opinion, an upgrade from Santa Paula Skate Oh, yeah, like for so sure. So much more, you know, like. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, yeah, shout out my dad. He would always take me to like Fillmore and Santa Paula Skate Park. Did he, he skate as well? He rollerblades. Oh okay. He's he's older now, but like, uh, yeah, yeah. But he's he's been rollerblading since he was like in high school. Oh, that's cool, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the quads, like with the two wheels in front, two in back. Like, oh okay. But he'd put like trucks on like Air Force Ones, and like that was like the thing back in high school, and he's done it ever since. Like it looks sick. Oh no shit. Just all white Air Force Ones, like the like the mid tops or some shit, and like, yeah, he just put his little like base plate on with like the wheels and shit, and just. Do you have to put like a piece of wood or something inside of the sole so it like has something to grab? I don't think he does. It's just like a long metal, like on the bottom. It's on the bottom. It's like a long metal plate and okay. then the trucks kind of. Oh, okay. So it's all like kind of connected. <clears throat> it's cool. Got you. But not rollerblades? Mm, like the inline ones? Yeah. Nah, nah. He, didn't, he never really did those. Mm. But yeah, he would like go to the skate park with me and he would just like kind of like roll around, carve and stuff on his on the skates <laughs> so at seven years old was that something that you wanted to get into or he just copped you a skateboard i got into it because my older brother was like in middle school at the time and you know like i, I feel like a lot of like teenage boys in middle school go through like a skate phase for sure so him and his friends are going through that skate phase and i just thought it looked sick you know they had like the element boards they had fucking skinny jeans and like long <laughs> hair like it was like that like era and they would always be over playing like tony hawk's american wasteland and stuff and mm. so i was just like you know i was like the little brother i was like let me play can i play and like i got a little walmart skateboard and i was just like trying to you know trying to fit in but like i really enjoyed it like it like interests me and i would just roll around on like my on like my stomach or my butt yeah until like my dad started taking me to the skate park and then i like figured out how to like balance and stuff but yeah i think I, i'd say i started because of my brother and his friends so when did it actually click to you that like, yo, this is something that I want to pursue? Mm, it wasn't for like a good minute because for the first like seven years old to 12, it was on and off. Mm. I'd maybe do it for a few months, quit because I got bored, couldn't do any tricks, wasn't progressing. Do it for a few more months, quit because none of my friends skated. My brother no longer skated, so I had no one to do it with. Like it was just like an on and off thing. And so I was like 12, I picked it back up when I moved to Piru mm. and at that point I'm going into middle school. So like I said, everyone has that phase of like, you know, getting into skating. Yeah, for sure. So everybody in the town like started skating. That was my age. So I just had all of a sudden a group of like 15 friends that are skating Sick. and I'm like, I have a little experience in this. Let me go grab my board from my closet, you know? And then I just pull it out and I start doing like very real kickflips and stuff. And they're like, Oh, you can actually skate. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I used to a little bit. And then, uh, yeah, since 12 years old, 11 or 12 years old, I just stuck with it since then. Nice, dude. But I'd say uh, I definitely, like, wanted to pursue it at the age of 13. Like, 13, 14 was when I, like, I was, like, I want to, like, do something, whether it's, like, go pro or, like, make a YouTube channel. Or I already had a YouTube channel, but, like, get, make my, make a, have my YouTube channel, you know, become successful, you know, just something like that. That's when I was, like. 13, 14. Like, yeah, I want to do something like this. So give me, give me like a, like a, your train of thought, 13 and 14. Like what, what is your whole life looking like? 
like who were you who were you following what made you even think about like a youtube channel i know i saw you you had a what, facebook since you were like seven or eight or something yeah, like yeah. that like what made you go down that that kind of uh that route uh i'd say ever since i was when i was like little little i used to watch like i would go on youtube and just search skateboarding tricks mm. you know so i would just like because i was on youtube since the beginning and you know i had a skateboard i would watch skateboarding basketball like i just all my little interest i just search them and i found a couple youtubers back then which is crazy to say like youtubers in like 2009 yeah but like yeah they were just posting clips of them skating like in their garage you know like mm. a, like a flat bar or like a box or something and then over the years like these like youtube skate vloggers like were formed and i started watching like all of them early on there's like this guy andy schrock from ohio uh all of his all of his boys do youtube as well like he, he started his own company called revenge now it's called revive um so all of them were youtubers and then some people out here in cali like uh my my, my dude doug from simi valley uh his youtube channel was like am skater but like all, all those dudes i just saw all these guys like coming up and I would watch them but also on like the more core side I would watch like I'd watch skate videos every once in a while you know like I, I really liked Nyjah and Chris Jocelyn was coming up and P-Rod and like you know like the the, the top dogs you know I was just like I, I like both sides of it so I was just like I, I was really just I just liked watching skating like mm. both types you know I wasn't like I didn't have like a side I wasn't like oh I'm core or like oh I'm just YouTube skater you know I was just like whatever the fuck I'd want to put on and interest me you know so there's there's really a big separation there was back then like in 2000 i'd say like 2014 to 2019 maybe 2018 because now it's like broadly accepted you know like m most like most guys get it that like youtube is like and social media in general is like big but mm -hmm. like back then there was like a there's still some hate but like there there was like you could feel the separation you know yeah for sure. Do you ever feel that now? Like when you go to like a skate event or something, they say, oh, no, he's just a YouTube skater. Mm, nah, I feel like, I mean, to an extent, yeah, like I'll like people are always going to talk. But like, I feel like the, the biggest separation is that like most of the YouTube skaters cater towards like the younger crowd, like mm. like little dudes, you know, they're very family friendly. They don't they don't swear. They don't you know, they keep it really clean. Uh, so I feel like a lot of skaters just think that's whack. Yeah. Which I, I totally get from <laughs> a financial point and from like, just like getting, getting kids into skating. And if their parents like happen to see what they're watching, like their parents are going to be like, no, turn that off. You yeah. Know? Like facts. they're going to be like, oh, this is cool. Like there's like a different way of skating, except just like, besides just like fucking tagging up walls and, you know, being like destructive. Like, I mean, I like both sides. Like I like watching, you know, people fuck it up, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I never feel it myself when I go. Got you. But well, um, maybe it's because you get down too, bro. <laughs> thank you, bro. I appreciate that. It's like that. undeniable. <clears throat> I was watching a, a video of you uh, when you went skating with Seth. Shout yeah. out to Seth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he skates for Downstar Skate. Um, and then you guys went to the Hollywood 12, dude. Bro, that's like my fucking dream, man. Bro, he fucking <clears throat> killed that shit. He hard flipped it, dude. How fucking wild, bro. I think he, that was like his first time there. And then he just... Like, I knew he... I specifically told him hard flip. At, we were at the skate park. And I specifically told him hard flip because I knew he had those good. And I knew he could fucking do it quick. But that's like my dream trick right there. It's always been ever since I was a kid. Because when I was into skating, you're talking Baker 2G. Like, 
2001 early on you know and that the, those stairs i don't even look at the 16 dude i can't <laughs> but the the 12 i was like dude hopefully one day i could do it and uh that's, like hard flip specifically no just, like ollie yeah, it okay. bro that's it <laughs> I'm 37, dog. I can't be flying through the air like that. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Fillmore, dude, so when we got back into skating, um, we went to Fillmore Skate Park, and that six stair fucked me up, dude. Yeah? Yeah, because the most stairs I ever done was four stairs. Okay. <clears throat> and that was, like, when I started skate, or that that was probably when I was maybe, like, in my early 20s, late teens, you know, and then fast forward, to uh maybe about three years ago then we went out there and was trying to do the six there bro still to this day like i feel like i have a crack in my knee bro because really? i just kept going down on it Fuck. but then uh <clears throat> that's my goal bro so i'm working up to it six is the most i've ever done right you're working now. up to the 12 right now yeah so i think the next is gonna be like an eight you know any yeah. any clean eights around here um I mean, I would have said Skate Lab, but R.I.P. Skate Lab. I know, dude. Yeah. That's so funny, too, because we went to uh, one of my son's b- friend's birthday party there. Yeah. And uh, he wasn't even skating out then, so he had a scooter. So I was like, oh, I'll bring my skateboard. Just, bro, rusty as fuck. Yeah, and I yeah. tried to ollie the eights. You did? <laughs> I destroyed my heels, bro. Uh, I, like, limped out of there. <laughs> I remember I went there one time, and, like, there was, like, a, like a metal a metal ledge on the bottom of the eight stair, like scooters or bikes were trying to like, it, it was like, like snake, snake okay. shaped one. It was like an S shape and it was on the bottom of the eight stair and I wanted to skate the eight stair. So I tried pulling it, like pulling it to the side, but I didn't know it was on the bottom stair. So it fell off the stair and smashed my finger. So like oh, it was on shit. like the, the actual stair. Yeah. It wasn't on the ground. I thought it was on the ground. So I pull it and then boom, it just falls off, smash <gasps> my finger. It like pops open on the sides and like my bone, like, split shut up yeah i was in like a little splint for like good minute oh my god and i was like right when we got to skate lab so like me and my friends had to leave when did it close 20 it was like right when i turned 18 i remember because like i finally didn't have to wear a helmet anymore and then they closed what a fucking shame dude new year's 20 new year's 2019 yeah i think beginning of 2019 was like done done I wish I could have made it there. You know where I wish I could have skated at? I did when I was a kid. Where? Fucking right here, bro. The old school skate street. I yeah, people had like people have talked about that on like in my comments. I like I didn't even really know what it was, and then I looked it up and I was like, Oh, I've seen that. Like in a video game or some mm-hmm. shit. Like That's Tony Hawk Pro Skater one. That's crazy that it was here <clears throat> and I didn't even know. Literally on the same street. Really? Yeah. On this yeah. same street, like if you're going back towards Chick fil A on the right hand side. It's like a like a gymnastic building or something. But they had two skate streets. Oh, okay. So they had the OG one, um, and then they had another one, and then uh, both of them are gone. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I fuck with the Fillmore Skate Park. I got to yeah. go back there and get some revenge, dude. Yeah, yeah. I want to hit that handrail. That handrail is weird. Is it? It like, starts, and it's, like, this small, and then the bottom is, like, sackable. <laughs> it's weird. And it's not, like, usually handrails are like the same steepness as the stairs oh but the stairs are like this and then the rails like this oh shit so i get what you mean more. yeah, it's yeah. so when you started skating more were you at, at that park a lot more i was mainly in, at pyru skate park because right when right when i started skating with my friends like they started building a skate park coincidentally oh, okay. like over the next few months um but yeah, I was going. I, I was going to Fillmore Skate Park a lot, like before they built Pyru. Like me and like 
I had two friends before I moved to Peru, or it was like somewhere in between. I'm getting like it's kind of all blurry, but like there was two friends from Fillmore that I would skate with like after school, and we would go to like Fillmore Skate Park. And Got you. So get back on the YouTube stuff. So you're about 13, 14. Um, what what made you think, yo, I want to get into this field? I want to instead of just consuming the content, like I want to start creating content. And how'd you even do it? I'm gonna be honest. There wasn't much thought into it. It was kind of just, I just did it. Like I just, oh, I want to try this. Boom, and then just do it. You know, mm -hmm. like I feel like that's where the best things come from. So I just pulled out like we'd film on either a GoPro or my iPod Touch, and I would just, you know, kind of film either just skate clips or I'd try to like film my day throughout like riding back and forth from my friend's house to the skate park and then getting food. You know, like just like the whole like I would call it a day in the life. Mm. Um, and it just kind of just like. It was fun, so I just kept doing it. I didn't really think too much, like, is this something I want to pursue? Is this blah, blah, blah? You know, like, there wasn't a lot of thought. It was just doing it because it was fun. That's it. So how did you learn how to how to even edit or to, like, upload and everything? I mean, back when I used to just watch, like, people in their garages, like, doing tricks, I would take my mom's little digital camera, and I didn't know how to edit, so I would just hit record, film something, I think I knew how to like trim the clip on the camera, but then mm. I would just upload it straight to YouTube raw, <laughs> like no editing. But then I think when I was like 12, when I was like 12, 13, started filming those more like vlog style videos, I would just like download this app called Splice on my, on my iPod. It's literally what it is in the name Splice. I would just splice the clips together. Like someone had, like it would just have like a basic like fade transition or like, yeah. Or just like cut to the next clip. There was no music, nothing. So it was just putting clips together. And then, you know, just learning from there, you know, to kind of teaching myself or looking at tutorials, just figuring out the basics. And at what time did you start to notice that, um, you know, people were messing with what you're doing? Um, so it always starts locally, you know, like the, the support always starts from your hometown. So like, you know, my friends watching the videos, just leaving comments, um, getting like you know i was probably getting like 20 30 views a video mm. and i'm like that that's sick like i got people watching every video i post so then like the numbers started going up and i i remember like getting to 100 subscribers after like a couple years like a couple years of work <laughs> and yeah I 100 subscribers and i'm like that's sick like a thousand one day like like you know like it just it just all happened gradually it was like Oh, like I got three three people to comment on this video, and then a couple of videos later, like seven comments. You know, it just slowly, slowly all happened. And like I remember when I would see people whose name I didn't recognize, like people I didn't know locally. I was yeah. like, oh damn, like my videos are like reaching people from other places. Yeah. And then someone's like, oh, I'm from this state. I'm from this state. I'm from a different country. I'm like, damn, like that's wild. I don't care like if it's only forty people. You know, like these are real fucking people from around that like. Have, viewed my shit yeah it, you know? dude it's so good to dive into stuff like this bro especially like people that really follow you and 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 you know uh, appreciate what you've built yeah like just knowing how you started off and dude if you have a hundred viewers or a hundred followers if there was a hundred kids in this room right now yeah. this should be packed bro. For, real, for real but then like our our minds just they're they're so focused on the numbers and you'll mm -hmm. see like a whatever like a jake paul video or something like that and there's like millions and you're like damn i only got a hundred yeah. but you're like bro a hundred is still that's a lot of people you know and it's just uh 
it's dope, bro. It, it's dope to just be able to build something. And that's something that we didn't have when I was younger, man. It's, it's so cool that people like uh, like you could capitalize on this stuff, dude. And just, you know, like what what's your earliest piece of content that you think you have? Like what age are you? I'd say eight years old. Eight years old, bro. You, I probably have maybe, old. I've probably seen maybe a couple pictures that I have from when I was eight years old, dude. Think about it, man. Like when when you're older, you're gonna literally be able to time travel, bro, yeah. and look at those old videos and just see how far you've come. And then you just like you should cherish those those videos that you have and yeah. fucking put them on a, a hard drive and lock that shit away. My mom just recently like showed me all her little flash drives and hard drives, and I they were all the raw clips that I would put straight from her camera. Yeah, they were all there, and I was like, oh damn. And then from a few years later, when I was like when I'd film on my iPod. I had like my whole camera roll in like a folder and I was just like, I didn't even know she still had these. They were just like in a box. And then like, yeah, there's like videos of me like eight to 11 years old, like talking to the camera, you know, like that's so my name is Brian Arnett. I'm going to do a blah, 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 like comment, subscribe, you know, like, yeah, it's a little shit like that. So that's just, that's cool. So making videos, did that make you um, more confident in like, uh, in like your daily life? Um, maybe yeah like maybe subconsciously but i remember like um i remember i didn't want a lot of people knowing that i made videos at first which is i, I know i said like the support comes from locally first but like when i when i said that earlier i mean like my closest friends who also skated but i remember when i got into middle school and like um people would like play my videos at school to try mm. to like you know like make fun of me uh which it was funny it's just like me like in a dark ass room just like setting up a skateboard and they just put it like in, in the front of the class in like my my third period or something. It's yeah, like, it, I definitely was like fuck. Like, I kind of went back and like unlisted and like privated <sighs> some videos that I was like kind of like ah oh, these aren't good these aren't good. Like I'm gonna just keep the really good ones. You know, I, I probably only like privated a handful, but I was like all right like I need to I need to start making better stuff because this kind of this kind of weird like you know. But uh, oh my, what were you gonna say? Did it did it feel like? Like what you're doing was like corny and these people were judging you? Um, Yeah, it's just it was just different, you know, because I was the only one like you don't see a lot of people doing YouTube nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Um, but back then, this is like 20, 2012, 2013. I'm in middle school and like um, it was just different. Like it was just like not the norm, you know, like everybody's posting selfies on Instagram of themselves, but nobody's talking to the camera. Yeah. So you see someone doing something different. It's like easy to laugh at you know for sure yeah i definitely see that nowadays uh you know having my son he's 15 and then just having the skate shop and just like interacting with a lot of younger kids one thing i've noticed dude is like they don't post at all like wh what's that all about like uh like you go on their instagram there's no posts nothing dude i don't know like i, I i've always like just flooded my stuff like 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 seth seth yeah. posts the new stuff every Hell day yeah. like, that's fire you know that's how i was when i was younger i got i still have like the passwords to my old instagram accounts oh I like, okay i had like two or three old instagram accounts um from like different areas of my life and like i just have tons of skate clips pictures whatever but like yeah yeah i've noticed that like a lot of kids don't like to like show their stuff which maybe it's just like I don't get it when it's like skaters because it's like, why aren't you posting your clips? You know, for like, sure. But like, I, I kind of get it for like someone who just wants to remain more anonymous and just uses Instagram for like just scrolling and viewing other people's stuff. Yeah. And uh, I've actually 
had that combo with some kids before about like yo, if you want to make the skating thing like turn into something like you have to have a landing page for if somebody hears about you they go to and there's like no videos dude like that doesn't make any sense yeah yeah it's like i'm sure you get like messages on on instagram it's like can you sponsor me can yeah I have this and it's like you go to their page and there's no profile pic no videos <laughs> and i'll get people that are like can you follow me back and i click on their page you know like seeing if i fuck with their shit and there's nothing and i'm like why like i don't know you and you don't have anything to showcase like you know like you gotta like post some stuff and they're like oh i have it like archived like and then they put a couple of videos back up and i'm like all right cool you like you you kick up this job you did this like save those you know like yeah you're gonna want to like see those in the future you know like, yeah i feel like there's so much talent out there but i don't know if I, i'm still trying to figure out what it is if these kids are just um dealing with the pressures of being a teen and having having those people uh you know those friends who maybe don't skate or you know there's always these friends that just want to talk shit and it kind of yeah. like di- discourages them from uh you know just showing what they do yeah i definitely do think that's a big part of it because when you're going through that age like middle school that's when you start like a lot of people start caring about people like what people think of you um you know you want to like dress you want to like you want to fit in you know you you want to like you don't want that like judgment if you're doing something different you know yeah at least from what i've seen yeah no definitely do you still have those feelings like today are you pretty just open with yourself and now yeah i'm pretty just open like confident i'm still the only one in my town that like does youtube but like i don't i don't care you know like yeah it's sick i i like like i like i don't mind being like different or doing something not norm normal um but like yeah i mean i fuck with it hell yeah dude so back to about uh early teen what was your uh so you're doing skating and the videos and stuff what was your like uh like school life like my school life was like back and forth early days elementary school good ass grades there wasn't like letter grades so it was like out of numbers but i'd get like you know four e or something <laughs> excellent <laughs> no no yeah yeah like uh i think there were numbers so like oh, okay one, two, three, four. Yeah. kind of like gpa but i don't know but i was getting like good good grades then middle school middle school kind of took a dip i think it was like sixth grade was bad seventh grade a little better eighth grade i, I don't know it was just kind of up and down and then uh high school High school, I was really distracted. I was just like, all I want to do is skate, this and this. Uh, freshman year, just kind of fucked up. Failed a couple classes, and I realized, oh, fuck, this sticks with you. So then I, the next three years were kind of just like working to get it back up, but also trying to find more time to make videos. So like I went to an online school. It didn't work. I tried a continuation school. Or the continuation school was after. I tried um, independent studies here in Ventura, mm, okay. Vista Real. Tried that, and then... Had to go to the continuation school to catch back up on credits. Um, but yeah, like I was, I would show up. I'd be like late and shit, but like I'd, I'd show up. I wasn't like a perfect student, but I, I feel like I was more there focused on like having like a good like experience, you know, like having a school experience with like friends and shit rather than like doing my shit. Cause I was just like, ah, like fuck this. All I want to do is skate, you know? Yeah. Which like school is important, but like, you know, it's just my mindset when I was like in school, like, I don't need this. I'm, I just want to do this and this. But yeah, for the most part, like school is all right. I guess I was just say. Did you graduate? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bare, barely. <clears throat> looking looking back at it now, uh, was would there be anything that you would do differently, just to make the whole uh, 
everything easier? Honestly, nah. Like, I don't think I'd change anything. Like, I kind of like the little route I took, how to, like, jump through some hoops and, like, you know, like, there are some things I was like, damn, I could have just made it easier like this. But, you know, you learn from those mistakes. So I'm like, eh, like, now, now I, like, know, like, not to... I, I kind of, like, wanted to do online school. That was, my, like, my first, like, leaving my high school because I was, like, I was always showing up late and shit. And, like, uh, I, I was slowly falling behind. But my, the main thing I wanted to do is, like, online school so I could have more time to skate and film videos. Which, like, sounds stupid as, like, I only had, like, maybe at that time, like, a thousand subscribers. Mm. And this is, like, high school now. Like, almost a sophomore or some shit. And, like, it sounds dumb to, like, want to focus on YouTube when it's not really, like, making making money, you know? Like, yeah. it's not, like, it doesn't make sense. But, like, that's all I wanted to do, like, regardless of money. Like, that's what I wanted to be spending my time doing. So for that's sure. like, I just was, like, if I could do online school for, like, a couple days a week and do this, like, I'd be more happy with, like, my day-to-day. <laughs> and how'd your, uh, how did your family feel about this? I forget how I talked my mom into it. I think it was because, okay, so... This was sophomore year, and I told you how freshman year I kind of fucked up. Yeah. And it, like, stuck with me. So I, I told her I was going to, like, I was going to catch back up with this online school. Because I think with the online school, you'd get, like, like a packet of work, and it'd be, like, so many credits. So you could kind of do it at your own pace. And I just kind of, like, didn't do it when I eventually got mm. there. But I think that's... I didn't tell her, like, I want to do... I, wanna, I just want to skate more and do YouTube. I just I just told her, like, I want to do online school. Like, I feel like it'd be better for me at... I can barely wake up to go to high school like this and that like I was just like can I just try it and like eventually like you know like she was like fine whatever like let's try it and it did like I fucking only logged in like a few times like they sent me a laptop and shit and like I would use it to edit but I I would still wake up late for the online school and I'd just be like eh fuck it I'll do it tomorrow <laughs> you know like so I just like wasn't I was not on my shit but yeah yeah so um at that time, you have your laptop from school. You have your fucking Chromebook, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're I editing it was, on yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. What were you using at that time? Ah, uh, fuck. Well, I think just Windows Movie Maker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I used that from, like, high school up until, like, 2020. <laughs> like, just a couple years oh, ago. Oh, shit. I was using that. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, I never wanted to, like, learn something else. And I never, like, had a fast laptop until, like, I started, like, getting some traction and getting money from youtube so i think like 2020 beginning of 2020 i got like my first macbook and started using like premiere pro and shit but oh you're on premiere yeah but that whole all those years i was using like windows movie maker and just like iMovie on my phone and shit mm, got you <laughs> i've never used premiere before um we just use uh final cut oh, okay yeah um so your career starts when when did you start to notice that um youtube was getting a little more serious than you know just the the thousand followers mm, i'd say when i was like it was always serious like to me yeah like i wanted to be doing it like i wasn't even like just thinking about money just like i said i just wanted to be spending my time doing that um and i liked seeing the numbers grow like just likes followers or subscribers uh, comments. I just liked seeing the growth. Like it was just like a little game, you know. And then um, I say it was like I started making like a little money, like a few cents per video at like fifteen, sixteen years old. And my videos were a little, a little better, I guess, at this point, because I actually like um, 
was better at skating so i feel like the, the videos were a little better but i say it got like serious serious when i was honestly not till i graduated that's when i got like dead serious like i was like i'm i'm like i have to make this work like financially and everything like i, I want this to be my life so by the time that you graduated had um had the idea of you know becoming a youtuber and you know seen some success coming from it did that uh like change change your mom's mind or to or to make her understand that like yo he actually has something going on right here i mean she always understood like i'd say um i used to sit down and like show her other youtubers who had you know like a couple hundred thousand subscribers millions of subscribers and like just show her like the potential and um like I, I had to like show her all that so she could like help me buy my first camera but then she i remember her saying like she doesn't want it to just be another like hobby that i like pick up and then just like you know toss to the side and you know it was like a it was like a 400 camera we didn't really have like money money so yeah. that's like a lot of fucking money and um yeah she she like always saw it like she was always supporting she she saw like the numbers slowly grow slowly grow um but then obviously, you know, when I graduate and my YouTube channel is only making like $150 a month, it's like, a, obviously got to get a job and shit. Um, but I remember quitting McDonald's one day and like, I didn't tell her like my plan of like getting back into YouTube because at that point I hadn't, I didn't post in like seven months. Oh shit. So yeah, I was just like, cause, cause I was working at McDonald's and I was just like, I don't have time to fucking post. So I remember like quitting and she was, she was like pissed that I quit mm. j just for the fact that I quit. Cause she was just like. There's people like wishing they had a job and you just like mm. you just quit on the spot like like what's wrong with you you know like and i was just like dude like i fucking hated being at mcdonald's like every fucking day like i just didn't enjoy the like my day-to-day -day. yeah like you know that's the most important to me is like am i happy with how i'm spending these hours of the day you know yeah and the um the older generation man that's that's just the way that they thought you know is uh you need to have a job and that's it. Not, not, are you happy? Not, do you like what you're doing? It, you just got to have a job, you know? Yeah. But she, um, she, I don't even think she, she didn't really like push a job onto me. I think that was kind of more my decision. Cause like, you know, growing up, I was always borrowing money from her and my grandma. Okay. So I think when I was like, I turned 18, I'm about to finish high school. I'm like, okay, like I, I need to get a job, you know, like I need to start making my own money. Like, um, but she, uh, she's always like wanted me to just like do what I enjoy. Um, even like, even when I just started making like a little money after that, she's, she's told me, you know, she's just happy that I'm doing what I, what I love, you know? That's sick, dude. So That's she, so she, cool. she understands. That's so cool to have a parent like that, that just understands like, yeah, you know, yeah. he enjoys doing this. And, uh, when you were working at McDonald's, did you ever have anybody notice you? Yeah. Hell yeah. They'd, cause, cause when I was working at McDonald's, like, like I said, that was like the end of high school. And at that point, like my YouTube channel was at like 15 to 20,000 subscribers. Mm. Like I had a good chunk, but it just wasn't sustainable. You know, like it wasn't like I wasn't making like as much as I was making at McDonald's, but like I had like a good amount of, of, of a following. So people would come through the drive through and like be like, Hey, like, why aren't you at the skate park? What are you doing mm. here? You know, like I remember like an older dude. Um, I don't know if you know him, uh, Mike Mike Manyard Manyard that does sound familiar he he lived here I think um he's an OG uh he, he fucking broke his jaw 
in like Santa Barbara like years back. Skating? Dude, yeah, like the, he was skating like fucking before I was born. But yeah, I remember him coming through and like he like he's like a good he was like an OG and he just came through the McDonald's in the drive thru and I fucking rung him up. He was like, What are you doing here? You should be out, you know, like like making money skating and I was like, fuck, like he has a point, but you know, it is what it is. Like but like yeah, I'd get like recognized like from like my subscribers and like friends that come through, like obviously did you ever have a desire to make money from skating and not youtube um yeah i mean i didn't i didn't really understand how skaters made money or anything so <clears> i was <throat> i was like i think when i i did make like i had a sponsor called outsider skateboards when i was like 15 mm -hmm. and he'd like pay me like one to two hundred dollars to make like a like an edit for him you know with the board and like a song of his choice just like gotcha. things like that but I didn't really know how like skaters skaters made their money. I just knew like, oh, they win contests. I'm sure like their sponsors pay them this and that. But I was never like, I never like put in the effort to try to like make that happen. Got like, you. Get the get like paid for skating. At that, uh, say at this time, like when you're working at McDonald's and stuff, what uh, <clears throat> what brands were you you really fucking with like in the skate community? When I was working at McDonald's, hmm. I don't know like you mean like board brands or just just like what were your what were your brands that, that you fucked with uh you know whatever skate brand the, the the decks trucks everything i mean i had some sponsors at the time still even though i wasn't posting youtube videos but i remember i was writing for this company called like morning wood skateboards i've always just fucked with like smaller companies like gotcha. i want to like i've always wanted to like help out like smaller businesses you know like um so like I, all my sponsors have always been like small like skater owned or friend owned uh so i think like my sponsors at the time were like morning wood skateboards grip tape company called tomo which i still ride for today um where are they out of san francisco oh, okay got you the bay yeah yeah female skater owned right? oh very cool yeah yeah but um yeah other th other than like outside of my sponsors i've always fucked with like you know plan b primitive things like that got you so fast forward to today do you have uh any sponsors besides the grip yeah yeah so there's tomo um i'm i'm like flow for pal peralta uh skate shop slash barber shop out in anaheim called the projects um who else who else who else i feel like i'm forgetting someone shit i think that might be it got you if, if i remember all I'll say for it. sure. Um, <clears throat> do you have any desire to uh, like get on a skate team or anything right now? Um, like to have like a, a not really, if I'm being honest. Um, I've always like these past few years, I've like noticed that like I don't like skating feeling like an obligation, like mm. I have to go skate because I've always just liked the freedom of just going and skating whenever I want. Like, you know, I don't have to film or I don't have to get a trick in the streets for this or that, you know, like. So I feel like there'd be too much pressure on me to be on like an actual skate team where we go out on trips, go in the streets, film this. Like, I'd rather be just like filming videos like for my shit, you know? Got you. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like I, I fuck with like skate teams and shit, you know, like I'm, I, I just went to skate camp with Pal Peralta oh, okay. uh, up in Lake Sequoia to the YMCA skate camp. And it was like good vibes and shit. Like. But, like, all those dudes film YouTube videos now. So, they just, like, pull out their phone and they, like, make their own type of YouTube videos. Mm. So, it's just, like, I feel like if there's any team for me to be part of, it's Pal Peralta. Because okay. they're all, like, on this similar shit, you know? Got you. You ever been to Woodward before? 
I haven't, but I just got sent the email to like, I have to like, I have to read through and do like this course to like, I think everyone has to do it now to, for like safety precautions to go there. So maybe, maybe this week or next week with, with Powell, just for like a day, not, oh, not for like dude, a whole week, but like, yeah, bro. I've always wanted to go to any of them, like fucking East, West, like whatever. Like I just wanted to go to Woodbury. That sounds so sick. You ever been to uh, the barracks before? Yeah. Yeah. I went to the barracks. Um, like, a, like two months ago for finals night but i remember going when i was uh 14 13 or 14 for the first time and like it was just like i walk in i'm like damn you know <laughs> yeah I, i've had my fair share of like you know sessions at the barracks now but yeah good shit dude so you quit mcdonald's you start doing a uh, youtube uh full time how did that work out it kind of just happened like <clears throat> perfect timing um so I work at McDonald's for seven months, summer of 2019. I'm like, fuck this shit. I hate my life. Not actually, but I was just like, <laughs> like, why am I like, I don't want to work for somebody else. That's like telling me what to do. Getting mad that I show up three minutes late. Um, I'm only skating one day a week, not filming YouTube videos. My YouTube channels, I haven't posted in seven months. So I'm just like, okay, make a plan. I'm like, I'm gonna get back into this. I'm going to film videos. I'm going to get my friends more included so the, the videos are more, you know, relatable and entertaining. You know, like, I'm going to just go out with my friends and skate. I was using, I got a part-time job at Active Ride Shop in Oxnard. Oh, okay. And um, I was only going to be working, like, short hours, like, two, three times a week. And I was like, my other days, I'm using my money from Active to pay for my gas to go to L.A. and just fucking film videos out there. Because I feel like, I, in my mind, I was like, okay, L.A. skate parks are more, like, like LA is like the dream place for skating. There's there's more chance of people like clicking on it. Yeah. And this, I wasn't trying to like, like put on a front like I was an LA skater, but I just thought like, okay, the videos will be better if I go out there. You never know who you're gonna run into. I could put them in the video. You know, I was just like, that's the plan. And then it kind of just literally just exploded exponentially. I was like, I started getting like five thousand subscribers a month, and I got up to like seven. And oh my god! Eight. Like dude. it was just like it just all took off perfect timing, and I was like. I kind of like knew a lot about YouTube at that point, but I was just like the main, the main switch was just that I was including more friends. I was more comfortable on camera, just like putting my sense of humor. Uh, and yeah, just like, just like kind of cutting out the like boring shit and just like mashing it all into like one entertaining video. Like that's, that's all I was trying to do like one to two a week. And it all just like worked out. It went from like making $150 a month to $700 a month. Then a couple months later I was making, a thousand which i was only making like maybe like four or five hundred dollars a month on like from active ride shop because mm-hmm. i was barely working so i'd get paid every two weeks you know like 250 bucks use that for gas food i didn't really have bills just like a phone bill um so yeah youtube was like my like past my actual fucking part-time job you know so i was like okay like i'm gonna just i'm gonna just fucking keep keep doing this you know it's working and i'm having fun people are liking it um and yeah, and haven't stopped since then. Uh, Active Ride Shop closed down January of 2020. 2020 and uh, I just went full time with YouTube after that. My cousin worked there. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Adami. That was my, my little cousin. He worked at Active. I don't know. If he, I think it was about that same time. Was it Rob's? Yeah. Oh, okay. Shout out to <clears throat> Rob's. Yeah. yeah. He's so fucking good, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, when he was a kid, he really didn't even skate. And then I'll just see him like posting clips. I'm like, what the fuck? Bro? You're hell hella yeah. good, dude. <laughs> fuck yeah. Yeah, we'd just go in there. Like, if the shop was dead, you know, it's like, <clears throat> it's a little clothing skate shop. Like, if it was dead, I'd just be 
clocked in doing flat ground tricks you know like yeah. it was so sick <laughs> bro i miss that place i'd work there again right now like <laughs> just for like a day like yeah. if i could like one day a week like just go clock in that'd fuck be, that'd yeah dude that's sick and bro. since like i said that was the time my channel started like <clears throat> getting some traction yeah kids would come in because they knew i worked there because i would talk about it in my videos they would come in to see me and like it would just you know bring bring traction to the shot which like it was sick like i mean some of them would come in just take a picture and leave but some yeah. would like you know buy shit and like it was just cool like it was just like just them coming in showing love like while i'm working it's like so sick like when did that start to happen when people started to recognize you and then you don't want to take pictures and autographs and stuff like that weirdly it happened like early early like when i was like 15 16 like, oh shit even though i only had like one one to two thousand subscribers back then like a lot of them were local so like Fillmore to ventura so mm -hmm. i'd come out skate like skate street around ventura you know and like uh i would like make videos like hiding product oh, okay like at some of the schools and stuff and like I, if i would run into some skaters like they would show love even back then and like ask for like pictures and stuff but like it, it would it would just happen every once in a while and it would like it would just like reassure me that i'm like doing something good for sure and then um yeah like honestly it just like kept like growing since then like happening more frequently i guess so 2020 YouTube is full-time full-time do you think that COVID helped out with your channel grow a lot since a lot of people were just on on, on YouTube yeah 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 that's definitely something that I wasn't thinking about in the moment but mm -hmm. like months later like like someone brought that to my attention that like everyone's at home like skating's even getting more popular because people are like picking up different hobbies people are just watching more videos because they're at home uh yeah yeah that definitely like helped like the the growth like exponentially so what other type of videos do you mix into your channel besides just skateboarding? Um, so my thing with that is like, I just, I want to make videos that I like watching and like me right now over the past few years, like I watch all kinds of random shit. Yeah. And like, so I'm always like, I'll get into like these little phases where I watch like certain types of content and I'm like, Oh, like I, I can see myself doing something similar to that. And then like, I try to like do it. So like, I, I really like watching like just to be like, let's i'm trying to explain it like general here let's see like reaction style videos lifestyle videos like vlog type um i i watch like some some of my homies make like prank videos mm. i don't like i don't watch a lot of skating i watch like the pal dudes like my homies like i'll tap into them the skate community on youtube is like small and tight you know mm. which is cool but there's also like a ceiling which is like like there's only so much room to grow in a way but um yeah like as an adult i don't watch too much like skateboarding content anymore um so i've always just tried to like kind of like put out my sense of humor and like what i watch into my videos so like I'll, I'll film like pranks every once in a while or just like vlog stuff you know just like stuff like that like whatever i find funny or entertaining you know so your channel represents you not just skateboarding yeah yeah that's the thing <clears throat> that like i really uh really was trying to go for like I, I wanted my channel to be me and like i wanted it to be everything but like now i'm i'm like content with just like having it be like a part of me you know like i i a youtube channel will never be like every everything of somebody you know i, I heard on in an interview recently that like somebody's youtube channel will only be a part of them it's never going to be their whole life which like took me a while to understand but like now i'm like okay like it's like it's all making sense to me now because i was like stressing for like a couple of years about like 
okay, like, I don't want to just be doing this because I also like doing this. So I need to put this in here. And if I start doing this, then I want to include this in my videos. But then it just gets too like, like blurry, you know, it's like, you need to have some structure, you know? Yeah. So doing, uh, doing like prank videos, you ever get in any trouble? I haven't done too many prank videos. Um, just because so many have been done. So like, I, I like, I, I want to put out like original shit. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Like I, I did a Raising Cane's prank. Um, I pulled up to like work, work there. My, my old, my homie gave me his old uniform and I pulled up there to just do like a employee prank where I go in, I pretend it's like my first day, which has been done before, like at other yeah. places, but they were closed on Memorial day. So I was like, fuck, I was like, fuck it. Let me, let me work with what I got. And I like set up cones or some shit. And I like, I like ran the drive through myself and like got a line of cars and I was just pretending like I worked there. And then. <laughs> All these people are showing up and I'm like, oh, fuck, like, what am I going to tell them, you know? So I go and I, I was going to pretend like I got locked out. I was going to jiggle the door and I fucking yank it and it, like, the door opens. It was locked, but I, like, pulled it open here in Oxnard. Um, oh, shit. And it, I was like, oh, I just walked in. I was like, okay, I'm, I, per- <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, well, I'm, I told these people I work here, you know, like, I might as well just walk in. So I walk inside and I'm like, oh, my God, my dude. head's just thinking of the video. I'm like, okay. How can I, how can I make this like a better video? <laughs> so I was trying to go, I went to the, the drive-thru window where they hand you your food Yeah. and I was trying to open that. <laughs> what and I was the like, fuck? Cause I wanted a shot of like me sticking my head out the window, like from the camera. And I was like, this would be so funny. But then I was just like, all right, this is not going to open. I'm not going to touch anything or take anything. So I just pull out my phone and I just take a little clip and I'm like, I don't know how the fuck I got in here, but I'm going to dip. And then I, I turn off my phone and the alarm starts going off. <gasps> Oh, and we shit. just hop in the car. I, I I tell a couple people, I'm like, um, everything's shut down and the alarm's going off. Sorry. I was like, and then I tell one car, I'm like, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't even work here. I'm just filming a video. Sorry. And then he was, he just starts laughing and I just dip. We get oh, in the car. Shit. I drive like down by uh, like the park or no, we park, we park in like McDonald's. Got you. And I'm just like, I hop out and I'm like, bro, the cops are going to come. And then McDonald's is right across the street. I, it is no no not that McDonald's. Oh, okay. it, was a, it was a different one. Down, oh good, uh, dude. Down, down rows, down rows, good. going towards a kind of. I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. So we're just like fuck. Like, I just changed out of the uniform. We're still filming, and I'm just like, dude, like, you think I'm gonna get arrested or some shit? And then um, our friend happened to be uh, our friend Ryan. He happened to be like in in the parking lot, uh, like near Canes, and he was like, he sent a picture, and there was cops at Canes, like. And we, we cruised back by and like we saw that there was like a couple cop cars and shit. And we were just like, damn, that was sketch. But um, I wait like a month to post the video because I knew they were probably going to like, you know, be they were probably going to look at the cameras, see us with a camera out front on the security footage and like, you know, be like be on top of that shit waiting for the video yeah. to drop. So I wait a month. I post it. It goes crazy um, on like a like on my second channel. I just put it on my second channel and um like I didn't, I wanted like it to do good, but I didn't want too much attention to yeah. where like, like they were going to see, like Keynes was going to see it, but then they did. And like, um, cause I put it on TikTok and everywhere I, I said, I didn't want too much attention, but I put it on like every <laughs> platform. Um, yeah. So I get like a phone call from their attorney. They got my phone number because, well, like obviously I put my friend in the video who gave me the uniform. So Keynes had his information. They contacted him. And then I think my, my friend 
hit me up and was like, yo, like this attorney is like trying to contact you, like blah, blah, blah. So I think I shoot him a call and I like recorded it too. And he just, he, he was cool as fuck. Like he was just saying like, you know, like the main issue of the video is that like it shows you like entering and we don't want other people to try to like, gotcha. like reenact that. Um, he like, he had a sense of humor too. He was like, he said he like, or he, you could tell he kind of found it funny, but he just said he can't, we can't have it up because of that clip. Um, so I took it down for like a month and then I put it back up. Oh my God. <laughs> and like, I never heard anything back. Like he, uh, like I told him like, yeah, yeah, since he was cool, I took the video down. Uh, like I privated it and I never heard anything. So then like a month later I was like, I'm gonna just put it back up and not say anything. So it's up still. Oh but, like, shit. But yeah, they, uh, like the hype had died down. So I haven't. I don't think they cared anymore. But oh like, my god! I just yeah. don't want him to get in trouble. You know, like yeah. this attorney guy, like he's being cool, trying to get me to take the video down. I was like, I'll, I'll just listen. I'm not gonna argue, because <laughs> otherwise they were gonna turn my information over to the cops, and they were probably gonna have me take the video down regardless. So I was like, I'll just, I don't want to get charged for trespassing. Damn, that's crazy, dude. People were saying it was like a felony, like breaking and entering, but he told me it was a, uh, it was just gonna, be, it would have just been like a misdemeanor, like trespassing, because I didn't actually break anything and steal anything oh man. got you because like it, it was kind of like their fault for like their lock being fucked up technically i mean i know i still went in but like <laughs> well they fixed it like they only they didn't fix the lock until after my video came out because mm. someone was at canes and sent me a picture that they were fixing the lock like a day after my video it was so fucking funny so we could just like jiggle it open or what yeah it was like it was one of those locks where it's like it's locked but if you pull it hard enough like it is gonna like you know come come undone i don't know how to explain that's pretty much it so what about like with skating do you ever get any issues with like security and stuff like that yeah um i mean i don't be in the streets like that often but like when i do obviously there's security and shit there was this time i was skating the la triple set and i was trying this trick for on and off for nine months that was your war every, right every time i would go there yeah yeah every time i'd go there security within franchise it was just so fucking annoying and it's like I usually like if security comes one more try and then I'm out. But like with that spot, I was like, I'm bro. It's going to take me like a month to come back here. Like I'm getting every try I can get. Mm. So like I would have homies like trying to like, you know, like set up a pick on the fucking security guard, like to, so I could get another try and like fucking sometimes bro. I almost got fucking like pepper sprayed. Cause there's this one guy I was rolling up and he runs all the way over to like, block me yeah. which i like, fucking annoys me because like that's how like they don't they don't want you skating there because you're gonna get hurt on their but property that's how you get fucking hurt <laughs> yeah if they jump in front of you when you're going fucking <clears throat> 15 miles per hour you're gonna fucking get hurt yeah so i launched my board and it hits him in the fucking like like in the leg oh shit and then he charges at me and i like i like juke him out and i just run behind the building but like he had his hand like on his pepper spray or something i don't know or no <laughs> i remember him saying like you're under arrest and i was like for what <laughs> i just like run away and then like I don't, there was it's all in that video but like the the my war video but like there's so many security like altercations it was just i don't like pissing off security but like sometimes yeah. it's entertaining yeah for sure it's uh yeah it's not it's not cool to be doing that but it's still entertaining yeah, you know that yeah. that's what i always say about like the uh the like the takeovers dude that's just not cool but I'll definitely watch. <laughs> I'll watch the video. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm sure people thought like I was going there like just to piss off security and get content. Yeah. But like I wanted that fucking trick. Like that's all that was going through my head. Like I would, it would have been way better if security didn't pull up. You know, like I would have been able to try my trick, hopefully landed, and then 
be go on with my day never come back you know like yeah so i remember in that video that you said that this is your rendition of the thrasher my war because you're probably never gonna make it on thrasher do you still feel like that um yeah i was just kind of like everyone was like commenting because i was i was showing i wasn't saving the clip i was showing it throughout my vlogs like me trying it so people saw like in real time over the nine months like every every few videos okay i'm back at the trouble set gonna try it again boom 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 show my attempts so like before i even made that video people were like dude you need like i showed the land and like in like this big video um and everyone's like you need a my work for this like and i'm like i don't have any connects at thrasher you know like that's mm. not gonna happen but i do want to make like a video like that because this fucking like deserves like a full video of like all the attempts and like me telling my stories so i was just like yeah i'm a youtuber like a, like i'm never gonna be in thrasher like it was kind of like half a joke but yeah gotcha. i mean like all the pal dudes make youtube videos and they be, they have thrasher ads and shit you know i don't think it's that serious yeah i don't think thrasher is over there like oh he's on our radar he's blacklisted like he's never get like i don't think they, it's not that for deep. sure no for sure but <clears throat> do you feel like you're you won't ever be able to get into like that kind of like core space no yeah definitely um i feel like even if i was offered something like that i, I don't know if i would do it like i do other shit like you know like other maybe not like a thrasher like video like that like that's something i just like i feel like that's not me yeah just because i'm not cool. not not because i don't feel like people would like i feel like people wouldn't fuck with it just like sir there, there's some shit that's just like too core for me i'm just mm. like uh, like i don't really tap into like that much of like the the skate scene you know like i'm not like watching every video part that comes out keeping up with like people's sponsors and all this shit you know um so like uh yeah i don't th i don't think i'd ever like get tapped into anything like that so you never really got into like that part of skating you just liked skating for for how you liked it yeah early on i i really liked um like uh like i, I watched like the Baker video and then like obviously when I was playing you know Tony Hawk's America Wasteland I was like you know like I really liked Baker back then a lot and I was like selecting these characters and shit like I, I liked that I did like the core side of skating but then I got more into like the social media like YouTubers and uh, like I was saying they were more like family friendly because I was I was younger and shit like I just I just thought that was cool too but uh yeah I definitely leaned towards like the the YouTube skater side got you but um like I I fuck with the the core skating side and like the the skate scene and stuff, but like I just don't keep up with it, you know. Like I don't watch like every video part that comes out unless it's someone like that like I follow on Instagram or some shit, you know. Do you feel like that that part of skating doesn't respect what you do? Not just you, but like like YouTube skaters. Um, I mean, some of them. I mean, there's people that don't skate that don't respect what you do. You know, there's always gonna be yeah, people, oh, for sure, but. I say most of them like I say they respect it because I'm sure there's a lot of pro skaters out there or am skaters that like aren't really making money that are like oh like fuck it he's making you know he's doing what he's got to do you know like or the people that are just like oh he's doing what he loves you know like yeah he seems like he's having fun you know like I feel like there's just like a balance like I'm sure there's people that like absolutely fucking hate it and there's people that are like oh that's, that's cool you know yeah Maybe the lines are just going to get a little more blurry nowadays because, like, a lot of those core skaters, that's all they're doing all day is just getting clips. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll be, like, uh, there's this dude. I remember seeing this dude fucking killing it, like, a couple months ago at uh, Encinitas Skate Park in near San Diego. 
Um, yeah, and there's this dude just like heel flipping into like five O's and shit. And I'm like, this dude's like sick. Like he's wearing like DGK and shit. Mm-hmm. And he came up to me and he said he liked my videos. And I was like, oh, that's fucking sick. He was like, yeah, I don't really watch a lot of YouTubers, but like your shit's cool. And I was like, damn, like shout out uh, his Instagram, like heel flip monster or something. Oh, shit. Like I had oh, a cool, yeah. cool conversation with him and shit. Good like, shit, dude. But yeah, like in my head, I'm like, I just see him skating around. I'm like, damn, that dude's like, I like, I don't judge a book by its cover, but I could tell by like the tricks he's doing and his style. And like, like I'm like, okay, this dude obviously rides for like DGK or some shit. Mm. Like, you know, like I didn't assume like, oh, he doesn't fuck with me, but like it was just cool to see him come up to me, you know? Yeah. It was tight. You fuck with uh, Braille? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I grew up watching them, like, mm. early, early. Like, bro, I used to, like, I used to send them, they would do these, like, skate support videos where, like, if you're having trouble with a trick, you send in your attempts, and then they try to help you out. Oh, cool. And I send in it, I send in a couple. Um, One, I remember I sent one for, like, Switch Tray or some shit. Like, so I could have just watched a regular tray flip tutorial and, like, tried it the other way, you know? But, um, yeah, I used to, like, I, I was, like, a real big fanboy when I was, like, 13 mm. 13 in that area um but now they're like a, they're like my friends now and shit mm. like i'll be going up there every once in a while like shout out aaron ricky gabe all those dudes dope bro yeah my son would always watch them too yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of the same in the automotive scene uh it's a little further down the road as far as like it's all merging together because like the 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 big youtube channels those are still like the big dogs in yeah, the yeah. in the automotive oh, okay. space yeah. so uh the podcast uh we dropped a few before this was mickey um from throttle have you ever heard of throttle before just throttle throttle yeah throttle is a youtube channel um and well it's actually a brand where they sell car parts and such and then they uh, they'll build cars and then do like uh like sweepstakes for the cars and things like that okay. um and then uh like a guy like a tj hunt you know a tj hunt another car guy sounds familiar but um nah. and then like a adam lz these are all like huge youtube guys oh, okay. and th- they're like on the top of the youtube space yeah. and on the automotive oh, okay, community okay. so it's like all merged together yeah, yeah. now but there was those times where it was like the the core car guys how they looked at youtubers and they would just like talk shit you know yeah um and i get it bro because just like skating with cars like it comes uh it comes with a a lot of like knowledge on how to build this and how to build that and you're watching these these channels with these guys that maybe have like 600k you're like bro you don't even know how to really build you know but it's not even that's one aspect that you're looking at it you're not looking at it how long they've been doing it they're they're growing with their supporters and they're showing how to how to you know put a wide body kit on or how to put suspension on and then fast forward a few years you're just like wow i want to i want to hook up with that guy pause like i want to link up with him you know (laughs) and it's like yeah bro you know i think it was because i always just came up with it like kind of with a younger mindset than like maybe car guys that were my age and uh, I would always try to tell the guys like, yo, you got to embrace these dudes, bro, because these are going to be the ones in the future. Yeah. Because like with 230K on YouTube, yeah, bro, that's fucking huge, Thank dude. You, bro. Appreciate that you. is so huge. And that's just not overnight. Like you don't get that just from like one viral video. It's like putting in the work. So if you can't respect somebody who isn't good that good as you are at building a car they're 
obviously better than you at promoting themselves. And I think that that's where, um, you know, a lot of like core guys, no matter what skateboarding cars or anything, I think that that's one thing that they just don't understand. Like this isn't an easy space to be on. Yeah, you know, and even with us, dude, like this this podcast, we're like in the two forties already. We have like eight k on yeah. YouTube. You know, we've had some of the biggest names in the automotive community, but it's just like it's a grind, bro. Yeah, yeah, for it, sure, it's a grind, and uh, you have to be able to respect the grind. And I think that that's kind of the aspect that I always came at it as is that it's like no matter what the work is somebody's doing some sort of work yeah. now if if you don't respect like the video you don't like the video whatever it's just not for you but like dudes record all day go home spend a few hours editing you know and then putting in the clips for the sponsors or what have you and then they got to get up the next morning and you know figure out a new video to do yeah. like bro that shit's hard man like do you ever feel that that you get to a point where you're just like fuck i don't know what to do next yeah that's like a like a point i went through recently um i was just like because I, I was really trying to have my shit like i was trying to structure my shit like really like specifically instead of just how it used to be, you know, when I worked at Active, where I just go out film whatever happens, and I was I was trying to, um, cause I I've been on YouTube for a long time, just like watching. So I've seen YouTubers that I used to watch when I was younger. I would watch them, you know, g get these big numbers and then just like take advantage of it by like just trying to like milk out as much money as they can mm -hmm. by like putting out a bunch of videos. Like obviously my my viewers would watch if I put out a video every day. But the quality would go down it just mm. it'd be like stretched out or like just not as like not as entertaining you know so like i, I would see some uh, like a bunch of youtubers that would just put out like these like like half-ass videos and that just like people will watch it especially like younger like i i, I felt like younger dudes will watch like if, if they like someone they'll watch like anything they put. yeah but as as you get older and you start to realize like oh this is kind of like it's just, it just gets boring you know so I've always, like I've seen that happen like with my own eyes like other YouTubers and I'm like all right I over the past few years I've been trying to like put more effort into my videos because like once for like I say after like two years like n like once you're established like say my say now I'm established as like a YouTube like skater or whatever like I can I like in my head I feel like I can no longer just keep doing the same thing I gotta like like up it you know like I gotta mm. keep like putting more effort to show like my audience that like i'm taking this shit serious i'm not just like eh, like fuck it you know like um I, and i know they'll they'll watch whatever whatever i post but i like i take a lot of pride in like what piece of content i put together and put out you know like i always want it to be the best it can be if not like i feel like i'm just slacking so this past like this whole year like these like last seven months i've been like trying to like structure my videos more like follow like a story more like a an idea that starts with like grabbing someone's attention and follows like a set storyline and like at the end there's like a climax whatever like you know like more like structured rather than just like raw like going out having fun with friends but yeah. like after doing those for so long like this whole year i've just been like damn like this is more stressful than fun i want to go back to like the videos just going out with friends and seeing what happens you know even yeah. like regardless of it, is it skating or not skating like 
I don't want to have to plan my video ahead of time like too much with like a shot list and shit and like try to like it's like I'm trying to plan the video ahead of actually going out and filming and then when I go out to film if it doesn't work out and I'm just stressed you're trying to find a balance between fun and good content yeah definitely <clears throat> like let's say um let's say there's a little event going on uh tomorrow and I'm like oh I'm gonna go film boom I go to the event I document what happens crack some jokes hanging out with friends it's a good vibe I, I fuck with the video but I started getting like okay there's an event tomorrow how can I plan my day to where the event lines up with this storyline and I'm like you know I'm like trying to get too specific which is like it just even even just like planning the videos it felt too like polished yeah whereas like I'm I'm like the type of like that doesn't even fit my personality I feel like I'm just more like whatever the fuck happens type of guy you know like just fucking winging it so like it's something that like I, I've really realized this year is that like I just like going out filming being myself not worried about not worried about the video while I'm filming it, just being in the moment, you know? Because yeah. if I'm worried about lighting and audio and making sure I'm following the set storyline and this transitions into this, and, you know, like, I'm trying to think of the production while I'm in it. Yeah. And it takes away, like, from me just being myself in a way. Like, I'm still being myself, but I'm worried more about the video production rather than just yeah. living <clears throat> in the moment. So that's I like, feel you. That's, like, the biggest thing I've learned this year is that just, like, I just got to like go do something, not think about it too much and just whatever the fuck happens, like film it, whether it's skating, I just go to the skate park and film my friends or we go to an abandoned asylum. We would, we fucking oh, went, shit. we went to one the other day in like Downey and like, I didn't plan shit. I was just like, all right, we're here at this fucking asylum. Like we're going in, we're jumping fences, we're going in. And it was just so fucking random and spontaneous that like, that's the type of shit I fuck with. Like, I don't, I don't want to like plan my videos to fit like a set storyline and all that like that shit just hurts my head like yeah. i was i was like spending like 20 to 30 hours editing like a lot of like videos oh my like, god yeah there was like i did like a mini doc on baby scumbag steve mm -hmm. Hernandez. that video i did a video about like how i turned my dreams to reality mm -hmm. it starts from like my childhood to now that video took like 30 hours to edit and like a lot of these ones where there's a lot of like background music and transitions and sound effects and like like they take a like they're time consuming and um, I found out that, like, knowing your audience is more important than, like, trying to produce, like, a perfect video, you know? Mm -hmm. Knowing your audience is going to win always because I already have this built-up audience that fucked me for the videos I've been posting. Like, all I got to do is just... I've been thinking too much about quality by trying to, like, make every video, like, fucking better than the next. When, like, quantity is still important, I feel like I just got to the videos just got to be like good enough. Like it's just got to be me being myself. And like, I'm not going to post like a 15 minute raw video of me rolling around the skate park, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm going to still chop it up the way I like my editing style, but it doesn't have to be all fucking high produced, you know, with the best music and fades in at the right time. And like, that's just, I feel like that's not me. Now that I've been making those videos, I'm like, cause I always think long-term I'm like, I wouldn't want to do that for the next five years. Like I'd Fuck rather yeah. just pull out my phone or camera and just, film my regular life like how the fuck i actually be living you know like, instead of planning it yeah it's just just way more natural and relatable i feel dude 30 hours on a video fuck that dude yeah and it's like yeah ever it's like quality over quantity always but not when it's like holding you back from doing other shit like 
I don't want to fucking spend a week on one video when I could be doing, when I could spend two days, you know, go out, film, edit, and then work on, you know, stream and then do other shit. You know, yeah. like I want to have all these like different areas of my life that I'm like working on instead of just like every fucking hour of like the, the every hour I'm awake for a week spent working on one thing, like just one video just to try to make it perfect is like so fucking stressful. Yeah. But like shout out the people who do do that shit good. Yeah. I mean, that's how you get ahead, you know, putting in that work and uh, dude, that's, that's what we did here, man. Just to get the brand going, we put in that fucking work, but yeah. you know, fast forward, I'm like, you know what, bro, I'm going to, I'm going to do what makes me happy. Mm-hmm because like we're we're the ball's rolling we're at this point already people fuck with what we do so i'm just gonna focus on doing that and then realize that you know time is the only thing that we do have Mm -hmm. and when we're doing a podcast i can do a one camera and i could do a three camera and probably the viewer isn't gonna care yeah but it's like bro i'm spending at least four or five hours doing a three camera for people that really don't even care like no dude now the episodes take me like an hour to edit and you're talking edit upload get the thumbnail everything versus like five six hours now you got to figure out what's what's the important part you know yeah yeah like people for a podcast especially people are going to care more about the conversation for sure the guests you're having you know like more than how many camera angles you got or like how many times you zoomed into someone's face or like you know all that like I, I i tried a podcast for like a year oh really I only put out 20 episodes but bro that's a fucking grind and mine were okay i was there wasn't a lot of editing it'd probably take like i just sit through the episode watching it like mm. put something on screen you know if we were talking about something specific you know maybe cut something out if we were just like sitting there not knowing what the fuck to talk about uh, so not much editing but then i'd make a separate version for instagram like a snippet mm. to get them you know to yeah want to go watch it and bro, that shit would take like another like hour and a half. Like I'd have to sit through it again, find the best parts, split them together, zoom in, all this stuff. And then I'd have to take a thumbnail. And my thumbnails were like, I would film from like really far. So I couldn't get like a screenshot of our actual faces got during you. it. So we'd have to take a thumbnail after. Oh, and it's just like, got you. it was just, it's, it's a process. And we weren't like, we were doing it for fun, but like it started becoming more hours throughout my week that I was spending on this like just kind of working for free almost because like yeah. we weren't really making money on it you know we we're just doing it for fun but yeah it, podcasting was always something i wanted to try out and i did it and like i'm i'm happy with like that one year that i like tried it out for like i'm not gonna i'll go on other people's podcasts like i'm hyped you have me here today yeah hell yeah but like i can't i don't see myself like hosting my own podcast like in the future anymore gotcha. like, i already tested it out you know i dabbled in it like like i'm always down to like trying new things so like but the streaming shit, like, I can see myself doing this shit. Hell yeah. So what made you want to get into to Twitch streaming? i say for the last, like, year. I mean, over these last few months, Twitch has been, like, Twitch has always been popping. But, like, I've, I've personally been watching streamers, like, not while they're live. But they take, like, clips from their stream and post them on YouTube afterwards. And I just be watching them, like, on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, is that your, is that your alarm? No, we're good. Oh, okay, we'll get you. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd watch, like, I started watching a bunch of Twitch streamers their clips on youtube after and i was like i was like wait this seems fucking sick like mm. they sit down they stream for a few hours they interact with their fucking community they take they they like you know they get money from donations and shit yeah but also they clip their stream put
put it on YouTube, they're getting ad revenue for essentially a video that they already have filmed because they already did the work, you know? And I'm like, it just seems like a cool process. Like, I just like staying productive. And if this is something that is going to help my brand, because I feel like, like I'm, I feel like I could be entertaining live, you know, like I had fun last night. Like, um, if I could just sit there, be myself, watch shit, talk to the chat, like why the fuck not? It seems yeah, so for sick, sure. You know, like I want to be talking to my community more. And, um, yeah. So I, over the last year, I really wanted to try it. Never had a PC. Uh, I had a podcast going on, so I just didn't have as much time as I would like. But then after I, I ended the podcast like a month ago, I ordered a PC and like just been getting all everything together. And I just fucking jumped in head first. I was like, I'm doing this shit. So last night was your first episode. First one ever. Got you. Yeah, that is so sick, dude. Just to be able to like chat with like minded people yeah. and people that are just interested in whatever your opinion on things or what have you. And then just to I'm, I'm sure it makes them feel good as well when you like uh notice them or answer a question that they have or something and it just makes like a really strong community that's so cool and then you can use like you said you can use that footage and put it on your channel is that something that you're gonna do is put it on your main channel or are you gonna have another like twitch i have i have three channels so i have the main one that you mentioned earlier with like two hundred thirty thousand, and then i have a second channel that i made last year for reaction style videos like chill vlog anything that's not skating i was putting on that channel for a while like no there was like zero skating on that channel this was just everything else i was really trying to separate like my skate videos from the rest of me and then i went through a phase where i was like no i want i want this on my main channel because this is me and i want all of my life in here Mm. but like um yeah i'm gonna put them on that second channel because i used to do a lot of reactions there so since i'm gonna be reacting to shit on stream i can just make a thumbnail and put it on that channel and it kind of fits with like the niche or the genre that I was making, like those style videos I was making before. So do you feel like you're more of a content creator than you are a skater? Yeah. That's what like, I really was trying to like stress to people or like, I was really trying to like, I was really trying to like prove that to people for like ever since like 2020 to like, to now I was really trying to like, cause people just want to see me go out and skate. But I was trying to like, prove to people that like no i want to be a content creator like i watch all these youtubers i want these skills that they have of like you know like hooking the audience and this these like like commentating over a video and like you know just like all all these little skills that i i like you know i want to figure out how to light a fucking like a set i want to figure out all these things and that's what i was really trying to do these last couple years like i still watch like skillshare courses you know what those are Mm -hmm. where you like it's, it's like an app where you can go on and like like me and you could upload like a how to video, like how to start a podcast. Gotcha. And I would, I would go on there like how to, how to make my B roll more cinematic, you know, how to, mm. how to make my slow-mo smoother, how to do this, how to, how to add that. Like, I would just like always be like studying, like how to make my videos better. Um, because from a content creator standpoint, I want to progress and get better editing, filming, just content creation. So I was, I've always been so focused on the content creation and I still am. That's why I'll never post like a raw video of me just at the skate park. There's still going to be like me cracking jokes or like maybe I <laughs> prank my friend in the car or something, you know, like it's still always going to be like me adding my sense of humor. But I'd, I'd say it's like both like like 50 50 half skater, half content creator. But I don't want my content to only be 
raw skating. Gotcha. I guess that's the best way to explain it. <clears throat> How often do you skate a week? When I was working on those fucking videos that were like taking me a long time to edit, and I was like separating the fucking skating with like my person. I-, I was only skating like this whole year. I was only skating like once a week. Which, like, kind of, like, brought me back to, like, what I was talking about, like, McDonald's. How I was only skating once a week. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like, I'm not skating as much. And I found myself, like, okay, I'm doing what I love, but I'm not making time for the skating. So then, like, I also went through this phase where I was like, okay, I think I'm not skating as much because it feels like an obligation. Mm. Because skating is technically my job with YouTube. So then, like, months, months back, I tried, like... I made like this video explaining like my thought process. I was like, okay, I think that like I feel this pressure to do new tricks every video so it doesn't get boring, mm. to go film a skate video so it's not like I'm picking up the board naturally. I'm doing it because I have to go film a video. Mm. So I was, there was all these thoughts which like I still believe are like pretty true to an extent, but I don't I don't think that's why I like slowed down on skating. I think I was just like more focused on the content creation. But to answer your question, like now I've been skating like three four times a week gotcha around there like three times a week yeah it's been it's been feeling good like i've been feeling good on my board do you ever have any ambition to do uh any sort of content like make like a like a short film or something like that no that's the one thing that like i respect and i i really like watching like things like that like short films that are like really cinematic and stuff but like that's just not my style like i just want the thing with that i've I've just always wanted to like add good b-roll into my videos Mm. Like when I like a few years ago, I just pictured my videos now being like more of like not short film, but, you know, like transitions in between the videos where, you know, I'm driving to L.A. to go skate and it's like cool B-roll for sure. And then, you know, I'd like now. Yeah, just like that. Like I've always wanted a good <clears throat> B-roll, but I've never wanted to make like short film, short films. I'm not I don't think I'm like a filmmaker. Mm, got you. I think that that's like more of the field that I would want to be in. Yeah. Bro, I love making content, dude. Yeah. And uh, like any time that I have some free time, if you were to ask me, like, yo, if you don't have to worry about like business and stuff, what would you do? Definitely create content, dude. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like we're at, like we're at with the with the point with the podcast, like I've had people say, like, yo, bro, this channel needs like so many more people. Pe- like, this is su- such good content. But in my head, like the payment for it is these conversations you know um and if people don't hear it like dude that's on them (laughs) you know and and that's that's the way that i've always wanted to approach it because i know if we wanted to to make this podcast grow and become something huge it's gonna have to get to the point where it's not fun anymore you know and that's kind of one thing that i don't want to do is make this not fun because that kind of that's kind of what happened with the car part, mm-hmm. the the car side of things yeah, yeah. is like, I started this brand and it's cool because I'm going out to these meets and building cars and stuff like that. And then you just start to get burned out of it. And it's just like, damn, dude, I don't want to get burnt out of something that I really love to do. Yeah, You know, and, and great. I'm grateful that we have like the supporters that we do with the brand. So it just keeps the ball rolling, you know, but it, it just gives me time to do things like this. Or, dude, if I don't make a dollar from this, like, we don't even have any sponsors. Yeah, yeah. And we did have sponsors, and then I, I just went with no sponsors because I'm just like, I don't feel like I'm being uh, consistent enough mm. 
to be able to charge to be a sponsor. Yeah, you yeah, know what sense, I mean? So I, I, I just want to just put as much, uh, as much like, like podcasts out there just to have these convos, bro, because it's dope to talk to somebody like you that's much younger than I am and to see the space that they're in to, and just to, just to like pick your brain, dude. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's one of my, that's my monetization for the podcast. Yeah, that's, that's a good cool mindset. I fuck with it. And, uh, yeah, I get what you mean about, you know, content creating and like, dude, how you just want to do that so much, bro. Yeah. Um, but like everyday life can definitely just get in the way of it. And then your uh, your supporters have a certain idea of you and they're just like, yo, you're a YouTube skater. It's like, no, that's that's like part of what I do. Yeah, so yeah. do you feel like this is the new the 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 this is the new way that you're going now is like I'm going to do what makes me happy. Yeah, 100%. And like all my videos have made me happy. Like the ones I was talking about earlier this year, even no matter how long they took to edit or if I wasn't having time to skate outside of filming. Um, like every video I put out, like I only would put out if I'm hyped on. So like the finished product, even if I was like fucking miserable editing for 30 hours, like the final product was always like a reward. So I was like, oh, I was still happy doing that. But I was like, I could be happier. Like mm. I've always just been searching for like, all right, what do I want to do long-term where, like, I could wake up, do this all the time, and, like, not get burnt out? Yeah. Because with me, like, when I was younger, bro, I used to skate. I used to play basketball. I used to play football. I used to play baseball. Like, I used to do all these things, and it would kind of, like, rotate because I'd get bored of one, pick up the other. Mm. That's probably why I have multiple channels, too, because mm-hmm. if I get burnt out on one, I go to the other. I feel like that's healthy for me. Uh, it makes sense in my head. But... Yeah, yeah. So, like, I just didn't want to get burnt out on skating because, like you said, getting burnt out on something you love is just fucking sucks. And I had quit skating when I was younger um, for, like, like I said, I would be on and off for, like, months. Um, and I didn't want to quit YouTube because, like, I've quit YouTube before. Like, for those seven months I worked at McDonald's, fucking, I don't regret it because it opened my mind a lot. But, like, I don't want to get to that point. Even if, like, bro, like, I could be making fucking hella money. Like, I'm not rich, but, like, I could be making hella money. And still get burnt out mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, because it's like I care more about my happiness, yeah, and then fucking money. So I, um, yeah, I, I think like like I said, I was I started to get feel like I was getting burnt out on the skating because of the obligation, which was like a factor. So now with my videos, you know, I'm going back to my roots. I, I it's on a different channel now. It's not even on the two hundred thirty thousand. I started a different channel just to like clear my mind and get a fresh reset. And like, like you said, how like my supporters like cater over to like anything I do and show their support. Like, bro, it's already getting like crazy numbers for the amount of subscribers. It's like 16,000 subscribers, but I'm getting like 35, 40,000 views a video. It's like Mm. insane, which like I know numbers aren't everything, but like (coughs) it's hard to not recognize that, you know, like that's crazy support. So but basically as far as like the content, just literally going back to like what I was doing sort of when i was working at active like just going out filming with friends um but instead of trying to like make every video better than the next one and always improve my content like i'm just sticking with like the chill skate vlogs and even like i used to stress about doing new tricks every video Mm. you know if i do a backside flip in my last video i'm not going to do a backside flip for a few videos you know Mm. if i do a hard if i do a hard flip oh i did i did one yesterday what what else could i do that in the set varial flip I don't have those, but I'll do it, I guess, if it makes the video different. Mm. You know, like, little shit like that. It's like, you know you want to hard flip this set. Just fucking do it. Like, you don't want to varial flip it just because you haven't done one in a while, you know? Yeah. Like, I was too picky and precise with, like, 
how I was structuring my videos. So it's like now, like, I don't give a fuck if I do a late shove three videos in a row. Like, that's what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to do. You know, it's like, if you don't want to watch, like, my bad. Like, I'm going to go to the skate park and do whatever the fuck I want. I'm going to film it however the fuck I want and just edit it. Like, these videos are so quick to edit too, bro. Like, these are like, compared to 20 to 30 hours, these are like, I sit down and it's like three hours to edit. Yeah. And it's like, I can see myself putting these out two times a week. I have been like one to two a week while also doing, now I'm going to be doing streams and other shit. So it's like, yeah, this, this new direction is like probably what I should have done. Like from the beginning, but you know, it's like you, you live and you learn. Like it's, it's all making sense right now though. It's like something clicked and I'm like, this is, this is what I need to do. Well, you wouldn't have known that unless you got to that place. Exactly. You know? So it's it's literally about the journey, bro. Yeah. And what you're realizing now is what some people never realize. I've talked to so many people on this podcast that have huge channels, dude. And then you talk to them behind the scenes and they're fucking stressing, bro. And you look at their life from the outside looking in. You're like, dude, you got a huge channel. You got a huge following. You got brand deals and shit. But then you see it from the reality it's like, yo, they don't, they don't have time for themselves yeah. or to do what, what actually makes them happy. They do what makes them money. And you get to that point in life where it's like, yo, money, money isn't happiness, dude. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no matter, no matter what anybody says, bro, it's like, it's definitely not what, what makes you happy is being fulfilled. Yeah. And if this, this new, uh, this new road that you're going down is fulfilling to you like that's where you need to go yeah, whatever yeah. makes you feel fulfilled and happy that's the direction you need to go and like a factor that people don't really take into consideration when you know they're just watching someone through a screen is like there's so many not only so many different directions you could go with type of content but there's so many different type of content creators in terms of the business like mm-hmm. there's there's people who just have a one person team you know it's just me and my camera or there's people that have dozens of employees running production getting the brands managers like doing this and it's like those are employees like that's overhead for you you know yeah. you got to pay all these people like you have to make a certain amount to pay these people or else your business blah blah blah. you know so it's like even like i just started like i like i said i had that mindset of always trying to up myself and make the videos better eventually like with that mindset you're gonna have to you know hire a bunch of people and you keep scaling up mm-hmm. you know have you heard of mr beast yeah bro that dude has like 100 fucking employees yeah like because he he has that mindset of really scaling up but I, another thing i've realized is that i don't want to keep scaling up my like business like my team business you know i'd rather just have the the one-on-one connection with the audience going out filming for sure some friends involved in shit you know but like not like paying employees type shit like, it's always cool when I could pay, like, a friend to film and me and shit. Like, but I don't see myself in the future, like, having, like, a big team working on these YouTube videos. Because I fell in love with YouTube with YouTube for, like, the one-on-one, like, oh, this is just a person and a camera. Gotcha. That, relata- that relatability, it's just, like, they're just talking almost to me, you know? Yeah, the for lens. sure. But it's, like, when there's a big team involved and it starts feeling like a TV show, like, like I... I, I I don't want to get to that point. Like, I, even if it makes more money and like the business fucking like, I've really found like why I love this shit. Like, yeah, over these over these last few months. And then you mentioned Mr. Beast. Um, I listened to his podcast on Rogan. Yeah. And it really seemed like he was in the same mindset 
now that he was when he was younger. No friends, really, no people, like, no social life, just focused on the videos. And no matter how big he is now and everything, it it seems like he's still at that spot, like, kind of, like, uh, like, kind of obligated to keep it growing. Because, yeah, when you have uh, that many people depending on you, you have to come out with some videos and it has to be popping. Yeah. And, uh... yeah that's that's hard man like to it, it's it's hard to to get away from like that allure of what what a big channel would bring what endorsements would bring what like what a brand deals would bring but at the end of the day damn my, you still might not be happy no matter what with all of that stuff you still you might be less happy than you were when you first started yeah which is a fucking shame because you don't think that like nobody thinks that but uh yeah i know i know car guys that have channels like your size and every once in a while i'll see them post a video of them being burnt out and shit and dude i fucking get it bro i get it it's it's a lot of work and like mr beast like you could tell he's happy like he loves waking up every day like the second he wakes up work grinding a fucking video work what's the next thing you know like that is his life but like I don't think everybody would be happy. Obviously, I know for a fact not everybody would be happy in this position. Yeah. Like having that many employees, like like running that many YouTube channels, waking up every day just YouTube. Like some people find their fun, you know, going out to like bars and shit. You know, yeah. like Mr. Beast finds his has his fun by waking up and just strategizing the next YouTube move. You know, like it's not for everybody. I personally, even though I'm obsessed with YouTube, I wouldn't be able to be in mr beast position yeah because i still like my free time of like you know hanging out with my girlfriend going to fucking the mall or like the beach or some shit you know like just kicking it literally just chill you know like my like you said money isn't everything my like wealth to me is like being able to do whatever the fuck i want hell yeah if i wake up today but i had like a video planned but i'm not in the right headspace i just want to chill and just fucking do it tomorrow like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go chill with some friends you know like just that being able to have that freedom like that's what mcdonald's really taught me was like i have to fucking be here every day at mcdonald's like working like this this is like my time i'm selling my time for like some some dollars you know like to somebody else i'm working for somebody else like that shit like i know i was only fucking like 18 but like that should open my mind for like the rest of my life i was like the norm is to get a job and work for somebody you know sure fucking retire when you're like 50 60 and then what yeah, but, like, I, I just want to enjoy my time as much as I can now. If this YouTube stuff only lasts a few more years, then find something else I really enjoy. And, like, maybe even if I just get a part-time job that just barely pays the bills, but I still have free time to, you know, do what I love. Like, that's just everything. Free time. I have so many friends that, like, are, like they're just always working, you know? It's like, damn, like, fuck, it sucks. For sure. Maybe they just get caught in that that grind and, like, the hard thing about it is probably majority of people in their lives live that same way. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard for it's hard to break out of that, you know. Um, I can relate to what you're saying with McDonald's because I worked at some uh, <clears throat> some place. It's so funny, dude. It's literally two streets over. Oh yeah. And when I graduated high school, a few years later, I worked right there, and it was uh, it's called GW Surfaces, and it's like uh, countertops. Mm-hmm. And bro, I would get in there at like seven in the morning put my fucking headphones on sanding 
all yeah, day damn. and then have to take a break have to take a lunch and get home and then i get out at like 3 30 or something and you have the rest of the day but you really don't because you have to go to sleep early you're fucking burnt out from working you got to go home and shower and shit like that mm. and i'm like bro fuck this dude are you ever like gripping a skateboard and it like brings you back to like sanding or something like ah! you ever like bring that fucking like that no i up? actually enjoyed it bro because i oh. like i like to uh take nothing and make it something oh, yeah. that's probably one thing that's that's always uh stuck with me like creating that's probably why i love creating content because oh, yeah. i just like to create things you know um but it just showed me that i'm not built for the workforce and even when I started the brand, I was working at Best Buy. Okay. And then I started the brand like as a side hustle. And then sooner or later, the side hustle was bringing in more than the, the than my job was. But my job was taking way more of my time. Yeah. And then I was just like, one plus one is two. Like, fuck that. And I quit, you know? And then people are just like, are you sure? What if that doesn't work? I'm like, well, then I'll fucking do something else. What? Yeah, yeah. You know? And those people are, are like still working at best buy dude yeah and some people are like they're content with and like they're happy with yeah. working a regular job you know they like that schedule their routine of waking up do the same thing every day like i'm not like hating on that i'm not like oh everybody needs to work for themselves and not work for like like somebody like my mom said she recently she said she, she likes sticking to her own schedule like yeah. every day like that's cool like if something it's going to be different for everybody. Like whatever makes you happy. You know? For sure. Everybody has a different expectation of what they want their life to be, yeah. you know, and doing this shit and, and having like a different life than most, it takes a lot of work and it's really stressful, dude. And sometimes, uh, you can't complain to anybody because the person that you're going to want to tell like your friend or something like, damn bro i'm fucking burnt out in their head they're like fool you have all these followers on instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. and youtube and shit don't be complaining to me but it's like no you don't understand bro when you're off the clock you're off uh, i'm never yeah yeah 24 <laughs> 7 i'm never off like dude. there's never that disconnect where you clock out of like a regular job and like you're not thinking about work anymore unless like you know some shit happened at work but you're just like you know you're going home you're in your own you're in a different state of mind but when you do some other type of shit like this, it's like you're thinking about it in your sleep. The fucking right when you wake up, you're you're working like there's times I feel bad. I'm out with my girlfriend and I'm like fucking checking my comments or like I'm thinking of like I'm just zoned out thinking of shit. And it's like yeah. always and sometimes like I don't always get in like those burnout, like sad moments. But like like most of the time, it's just like like I'm always like happy. Like I'm always like a positive person. That's good. But dude. when I do get in those like down times, I'm like like hits hard yeah but for sure so speaking of uh of your girlfriend uh like has this this lifestyle been hard to keep like a significant other around nah she lives across the street from me (laughs) (laughs) she 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 lives right across the street from me so she'd just be coming over like every day but yeah um it definitely gets like tricky because i know in my last relationship like there was like a my ex-girlfriend didn't really like she like kind of understood but it was more like when I would go out and skate and like film, it wasn't like, oh, you're, like you're clocked in. It's just like, oh, you're out with your friends. Having you know? fun. Yeah, yeah. But it's I like I, I'm like in this long term like grind where I'm like, no, like this is for the bigger picture. Like for sure. Just wait a year. Just wait this. Like and um, so, you know, if I had to go out and do something, it's like I'm, I'm sure in a girl's head, it's like, oh, he's just like out doing this. But like in, she didn't understand that it was like I'm out working, whereas like. You know, like, she would want me to just, like, drop things mm. and just, like, 
be at her arms to like go do something it's like now nah, i gotta do this i know i make my own like schedule and shit but like this is something i have to get done today because yeah. tomorrow this but my girlfriend right now is like super understanding of everything like there's never a time where she's like you know like complaining about me having to go do something like she gets it yeah. even if like even if she's over and i'm like next to her editing like mm. we're just not even speaking like she she gets she gets all that like it's just cool. have the company yeah. around yeah she's the best yeah it's dope to find somebody like that like uh i'm lucky that i found my wife dude and she just respects what i do and understands that it takes that kind of grind but i've had relationships before where i'm just like literally in the middle of doing a motor swap that i've been working on for months and she's blowing me up asking if we're gonna go to the club tonight and i'm just like what the fuck bro what are you talking about you know and it's irritating because it's like that's so petty to me yeah. you know and and with 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 my growth I lost so many friends that I had in the past because their mentality wasn't there, mm. you know, and it was just, you know, time became the most important thing that I have. And the way that I think about it now is like, if I'm going to spend time with somebody, this is time that I can be spending working on our new website, working yeah. on developing a new product, with making a video, or fucking being home with my family, dude. Yeah, and that's not what? always just about, like, it's not, like, just about spending your time, like, getting money. Like, it's not always just about For money. Sure. It's just, like, maintaining, you know, the brand and, like, the moment, like, keeping the ball rolling, you know, the momentum and just, like... Yeah. Just not talking about bullshit, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would hang out with people and I'll just be like zoning out like, yo, what the fuck are we really talking about? Have you noticed that something like that happening to you where, where your your lifestyle started to get more busy and then you would hang out with like older friends and you just notice like, yo, we're not we're not on the same page anymore. Yeah, I mean, um, most of my friends from Fillmore um, that have been my friends from like since like middle school, you know, like we've always just been like kind of on different shit because like they all you know like drink and smoke and i'm mm. i've always been sober i mean now i like i'll get high every once in a while you know eat some food or some shit but yeah. like i'm i'm very much like i like to be in this state of mind so like you know when i do uh hang out with them you know it's always like they're like drinking doing that and then like i'm just like I, i'm not like i'm i'm obsessed with youtube but it's not like all i talk about like i'll still talk about like other for shit sure with them, you know like it's it's always good vibes i'm never like ah, oh, like i shouldn't be here like it's never like that like it's like it's good vibes because like we go way back but like it's clear that like the like the interest to like drink and you know like party and shit is just like not there with me but like it, it's it's never to the point where i'm like oh, i should leave or some shit you know mm, yeah uh i started to look at it like if you make when when you had a job or whatever you made x amount an hour like if you kick it with people it has to be worth that much that you would pay that you would get paid hourly you know, because then if not, it's like, damn, I just spent $60 of my time to kick it with these people and just hear them complain about shit that's totally their fault. <laughs> you know, and, I guess that makes sense. I never really thought, thought about it like that. Like, I don't, I don't think of it like that when I'm out <laughs> with them, but like kind of you, you are a lot younger, too, bro. And, and which is which is a good thing, man. You're you're the mind space that you have is awesome for your age right now and any any advice i would give to you is just just be happy bro like Thank you. you're you're gonna you're gonna have to work for the rest of your life doing something your responsibilities are gonna come 
But if they're not here right now, dude, fucking just enjoy this shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make as many memories that you can. Make as many mistakes as you can right now and fucking just document as much as possible, dude, cuz you don't want to you don't want to fast forward to like in your 30s and you look back and you're like, "Damn, bro. I could have should have done this, could have done that." I yeah. could have went to that fucking asylum, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I should have took that trip to New York. Yeah, like whatever, dude. I fucking love traveling too. Yeah, where's some places that you've been that you really dig? New York, um, Miami, Arizona. Honestly, for me, it's like not even about the location. It's about like who you're with. Yeah, like if I'm with a good little group of friends or like with my girl, like it's always it's always good vibes. So like, I've been to I've been to Miami with like a big group of friends, and they all did like YouTube videos, and most mm-hmm. of them skated. So it's like that was like a good trip. Uh, I went to fucking Hawaii with two of my homies. What island did you go to? Uh. O- Oahu. Okay, got gotcha. you. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought I, I thought I was fucking. <laughs> you're good. Uh, you're good. Uh, yeah, I got these little knuckle tats in Hawaii. What does it say? Late club. Oh shit, bro! That's something that I wanted to talk about too, dude. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I saw your clothing brand. That's fucking logo. So cool, dude. Like, thank you, bro. I appreciate wh- that. So what's going on with that? Um, honestly, I just like I just promoted as YouTube merch mm. because I feel like that like has a lower expectation. Like when you think of YouTube merch, it's just like oh like a like a Hanes t-shirt with a little logo. So like, I don't want to like label it as like a brand brand or I do sometimes, but like, I just want to like have that expectation low, but then they get the product and it's still like sick. And then they're like, Oh, this is actually like quality shit, you know, but I'm not, it's not like up there at my, like my top priority. I just like, I make time for it when I can, because I, you know, I get, I get the clothes myself. Uh, I take them to get printed down in Anaheim, Mm. bring them back to Fillmore. I ship them out myself. I do customer service email, all that shit. So it's like, I do it every once in a while, but it's it's fun. Like I enjoy like packaging sweaters and like shipping them out to my subscribers. You know, it's, it's yeah. But um, I'm no fucking like graphic design designer or anything. So most of my like logos are pretty like basic and like text based. But like I'm pretty simple, you know. So I feel like that fits yeah. me. Like I, I I rock like if I do have like a logo, it's just like a little embroidery or like a little little patch or some shit. Yeah. So I feel like my brand like the merch like fits me. So. Um, so you're talking earlier about like that you wouldn't want to have like a big team and stuff. Did you ever think about maybe just adding like a filmer that was just there all the time so you didn't have to do that? Yeah, that's I I tried that recently this year too. Um, with my friend from Oxnard, uh, he was just working a part time job, and like I said, like it's always cool to pay a friend. And then um, I found out that like, yeah, I can I can be entertaining. Like, I think I'm kind of funny and shit, but like having a camera on you all the time is like, is not for everybody. Mm. Like, I feel so awkward when like he's holding the camera, this fucking big ass DSLR <laughs> and I'm just like driving and I'm like, he's, he has the camera on and I'm like, okay, do I like, do I make a joke? What do I talk about? You know, it's oh. like, I, I like just pulling the camera out at the right time. Like when, when, when something's building up, um, Cause I always pictured like a few years ago, like uh, I've always watched like Danny Duncan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like a he used to skate or he skates a little bit, but he's like he wears a microphone. He has someone following him around like on his film days, like for the entire day, and it's just like filming whatever fucking happens, you know. He's just living his life, but he has a camera on all the time. And I always pictured like, oh, that'd be sick because some of the best shit happens like unexpected. Yeah, you like have to be filming for it to happen. But now that I like tried it for a few videos of like nonstop like camera rolling, it's like. It feels forced for me, gotcha. for me personally. Like I feel like I have to like make a joke. I have to like you got to be this. on all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. it's like, like yeah, like that's me. But like, 
it just feels like I'm doing it for the camera when it's on 24 seven. Mm, so I feel weird. you. Yeah. But like respect to people who do like produce their videos like that. Cause it's, it's a grind. Yeah. There was a, <clears throat> excuse me. There was a time that, uh, that I wanted to start doing vlogging. And that's actually why we, we hired Gabe down there. Um, cause he's really good with yeah. the camera. He has great uh, equipment. And, uh, yeah, we came out with some, some vlogs, but like just life just gets in the way, dude. And yeah. then, that ends up becoming the uh like not as important as regular day life is you know i think uh gabe was telling me a story about you dude that when you were younger that he saw you at a skate park or something and he gave you like a pair of shoes oh, like really? some janowskis or oh, something. oh that was him yeah Wait, was gabe down there yeah oh that was him yeah oh yeah, that's yeah. crazy he, huh? he left a comment um on one of my videos like Maybe like a month or two ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that was at Pyru. Small world, dude. Cause yeah. I don't remember how like your name. Oh, I think it was because you came in the shop. Oh, okay. That's why your name came up. And then he was telling me that. I'm like, oh, that's crazy, dude. That's a small world. Hell yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's always been like something that I wanted to do. Um, but it's just it's just the time into it, dude. So what do you see like? the next five years of your life being like, like what are some, some goals that you want to accomplish? I want to, I want to grow my Twitch for sure. Cause like just sitting there, like being myself reacting to shit. I feel like that'll like satisfy the creative side of my brain that wants to do stuff outside of skating, you know? Cause that's what I've always wanted my videos to be like, Oh, I want it to be like all of me. I want like to branch out of skating this and that. Like I, I, I just want to like, I feel like I could see myself reacting to stuff on Twitch, just like, you know, like I, yesterday I reacted to a, a Mr. Beast warehouse tour. Gotcha. It was like a $14 million fucking studio. Oh, shit. And that shit interests me because I would watch that in my own time. So if I could watch that on a stream and like give my thoughts and make jokes and shit, like that's tight. Clip it, put it on YouTube, grow my Twitch. Like I could get people on my Twitch that I don't skate and that'll like satisfy like the creative side of my brain. And then these skate vlogs are just like, the ones that are like going back to my roots like just whatever happens like they're way less stressful so like i can see myself doing that for a while for as long as like people want to watch you know like i'm done i'm done like thinking about like oh the youtubers i used to watch that like uh no longer get views because they milked the fucking all these half-ass videos and people got bored and blah 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 like i'm gonna just like obviously no one's gonna watch my fucking videos for the next 50 years you know like mm. like you were saying like Think of like the now, like I just be in the moment. So like, honestly, I see the next few years just being like these videos, these like skate vlogs and then Twitch, you know, hopefully still selling like clothes and shit and just, um, yeah, just like learning, like growing as like a person, you know, like as far as like the content, that's pretty much it. I see, you know, I don't see like a podcast, you know, mm -hmm. down to hop on other people's podcasts and shit, but <clears throat> as far as the content, like that's my whole that's my whole goal for the next like at least two years five years i, I don't I, that's kind of like out of my out of my reach like Same. a lot could fucking happen in five years fuck yeah dude i wouldn't have imagined like <clears throat> right here five years ago like i always wanted to but like like that's a long time It'll yeah go by quick though but i'm usually on like next week <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah what's gonna happen next week pretty much because the uh the, less, less stressful though like for you, sure yeah. bro uh i mean yeah, it's cool to have plans and things that you want to do and goals and shit like that. But what life's taught me lately is like it's very uncertain. Uh -huh. And I think I just want to spend time with the people that I love 
and doing things that I love and then to see where you end up. But I think the main goal is just never having to work for anybody ever again in my yeah, life yeah. dude that would tie, that would <laughs> that's the goal man what about like a like a skate brand you don't think that would be something you would dabble in um i've never i would never make like a board company um i mean shit i guess only time could tell but like i, I would make boards maybe like some late club boards that'd be sick mm. you know like just i feel like that fits my brand you know but like i also like I wouldn't be able to make skateboards like long term because I fucking break skateboards so easily. Oh really? Like I snap boards a lot. Like I'm like 180 pounds, six one, but like like the people that watch my videos, they know like every couple videos at least like I'm breaking a board. Or I got a new board. I used to make these recap edits of like the past like all my skate clips in the past like four months or something, and I remember like there was some that would be a different board every video because I was just always breaking them. So I feel like it'd just be bad promo if I made my own board brand and then I'm just like snapping. Them. Nah. Like, but like I, I would make skateboards like maybe like a limited, limited time thing. For sure. Uh, so uh, since you're going through so many boards, you, you get flowed decks. Yeah. Yeah. From Powell and then that, that skate shop that was like about Anaheim. Got you. Got you. Got you. Sick, bro. Um, right now, who are some of your biggest influences like in, in content creating? Hmm. I say Danny Duncan, not necessarily for like the content itself. Well, yeah, like I've, I've kind of like dabbled in that style a little, but him as a person, like he's kind of just like stayed the same since he started to now. Now he's very successful. He's kept the same sense of humor. He doesn't like switch up, you know, money changes a lot of people, but like I, I look up to people like that, that just like are not very super materialistic. They don't need like designer shit and like to try to like put on a front that they're like on Instagram that they're living like a different life, you know, like yeah. he, I look up to him as like a person and financially, like he's smart as fuck with his money. Uh, and more in content, I look up to like, honestly, some of my homies, like shout out Ashton. He be, he be grinding. He's another YouTube skater from Las Vegas. Um, a bunch of streamers. There's a lot of fucking streamers that inspire me right now. Like fucking, Aiden Ross, Kai Sinat, like all the, like a bunch of dudes on Twitch that are just like grinding, like sometimes like 24 hour streams and like, mm. like getting these like big, like all these like smart moves and shit. And it's just like, bro, fucking Mr. Beast is a huge inspiration. Not, not like, not because I want to do his style of content, and yeah. shit, but just his grind. Bro. For sure. Like, all, all, all those dudes for sure. Yeah. You ever fuck with like the Paul brothers? Like Logan Paul and Jake Paul? Yeah. No, but I, I used to watch like their vlogs, like just out of curiosity like back in the day like when they did like really like kid vlogs um but they're like super like smart entrepreneurs for sure so like you gotta like respect them for that but i don't i don't really tap oh i, I listen to logan paul's podcast oh do you yeah 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 oh sick but, like a lot of them i like almost forgot yeah i listened to like a lot of them. really yeah fuck yeah i love mike bro yeah, well i love i love logan but mike's yeah, yeah. so fucking cool dude yeah, yeah, yeah. and he has such a crazy story too dude, yeah. he uh he recently came out with a book within like the last year i read the book dude. you did read it yeah and it gave me such a different perspective on him I'll like he was always out. such a cool dude but like dude the life that he lived like literally a fucking drug addict addicted to like pills and heroin and shit like that yeah dude and just the the opportunity popped up when he he got contacted by logan because uh he was working at it was like a beanbag place mm. i forget the name of it and logan hit them up 
because he wanted to to like get sponsored one or what have you and put in the video and that's how they linked up and then just seeing like where he's at now bro oh my god dude like there was a video not long ago where he was showing his house to his mom and this is the mom that he like stole from the mom that he did drugs in front of and shit like that and just seeing the mom like 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 tearing up for the life that he's created you know it's it's i love that podcast dude are you into podcasts yeah yeah i listen to like creator podcasts you know i don't i don't really like i'll listen to podcasts on like youtubers and shit you know so like uh there's these dudes colin and samir that talk about like the youtube content uh creator economy that's what they call it but then you know like logan's podcast david dobrik is Mm. a youtuber i used to watch his he Mm -hmm. doesn't really post them anymore but like people like that i'll just like tune in every once in a while and like i like hearing like inside youtubers brains yeah like like, it's relatable for sure dude so like your deck setup right now what is it that you that you ride like sizes and stuff i ride an 825 board with thunder trucks i got some bones wheels on there some like basic reds bearings shorties one inch hardware tomo grip shorties dude yeah this is like the basic like phillips Phillips one Fuck yeah. dude, shorties is the shit, yeah. bro. Back in the day, that was such a dope brand, dude. Yeah, it's been around for a minute. Even still to this day, like we have some shorties boards downstairs. Oh, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. When we got back into skating, dude, I'm like, yeah, I definitely gotta fuck with shorties, bro. Um, but hell yeah, dude, Brian, it was so good to have you on the pod, man. Thank you, bro. Appreciate I really appreciate you. your time, dude. Yeah, yeah. Fuck um, you. and I appreciate your grind, man. Thank you, bro. I love what you do, and uh, it's sick, bro, just to see someone like your age just just making it, dude. And for you being local, man, I, I had to sit down and talk to you, bro, so I really appreciate you being on. Hell yeah, it's been an honor, bro. Thank you, brother. Shout out, Downstar. Hell yeah, man. Thank you. So um, before getting out of here, there's probably a lot of car guys listening right now that haven't heard of you, so where would be the best place where they can find you at and check out your content? Uh, Brian Arnett, I'm pretty much everything got a new channel for the skate vlogs called boring arnett just to set that low expectation like, <laughs> yeah. really, i'm really i'm really like big on like setting expectation low but delivering, delivering high. high yeah so boring arnett for the little youtube videos twitch.tv slash brian arnett instagram brian.arnett hell yeah Thank all right bro. guys and we'll definitely have all the info linked below and two hours bro hell yeah this is a sick setup Thank by the way you, brother. Like, this shit's fire thank you so much man i really appreciate it dude And uh, like I said, bro, I appreciate your time. And everybody listening right now, two hours of your time, that's a lot. You could be doing something else that uh, doesn't matter. But (laughs) I'm glad you spent the time with us. You could be uh, doing a motor switch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Working on for months. I know. And then you got your girl just in your ear. Break up with her, dude. You don't don't need that attention around (laughs) you. All right, guys. Downtown with Downtown. We out. Peace.